Today's podcast is sponsored by Jack Frost Big Boulder Ski Areas, where the snow comes first. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. For the love of God! You're listening to Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR with Preston Elliott. You will listen to every damn word I have to say! And Steve Morrison. Words are like bullets. Plus, Casey Boy. Lay off the I'm starving! Kathy Romano. I'm going to destroy everything you own! Nick McElwain. I'm just not the, the hero type. And Marissa Magnata. Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain! And now... Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Ah, good morning and welcome. We're getting started. It's uh, Thursday. Yep. It uh, just so happens to be so. And we're going to say goodbye to that dreary rain and stuff that we had yesterday and snow and all that. We're going to have sunny skies, but it's going to be cold today. The high only about 38 degrees and a little bit of wind as well. So keep that in mind. So temperature is going to feel even cooler than that. Warming up over the next couple days, but the rain is coming back. Showers tomorrow afternoon and evening. High 45. And that's going to lead to pretty steady rain on Saturday with a high 55. And then by the time we get to Sunday, we'll be cooling off again. 46 will be our high with partly cloudy skies. Let us see how we're doing on the road so far. Look at traffic. What's up this morning, Kathy? This traffic report is brought to you by Alex and Ani for thoughtful gift giving. Leave it to the experts at Alex and Ani. Today, only get 50% off rings. Visit alexandani.com or head in store for this exclusive offer, Alex and Ani, when it should mean something. We start the morning off with a disabled vehicle, 95 northbound, right at the Blue Road. Uh, actually, it looks like it's just been cleared. South on 95 slows from the Betsy Ross Bridge through to Gerard. Schuylkill in good shape, no problems on the Blue Road this morning in Princeton, New Jersey. We do have an accident. 206 closed in both directions between Quaker Road and Elm Road. This is an overturned vehicle with the down pole and down wires. 55 northbound. That's Jam Deptford to the 42 freeway. This traffic report brought to you by Allstate. With an Allstate agent, you get a local expert and help finding the best coverage for you. Plus, when you bundle home and auto, you can save. So call your local Allstate agent today. Are you in good hands? And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. Today is Thursday, December 12th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. The Free Library of Philadelphia wants people to be able to access books so they are dropping their late fees. The Board of Trustees voted Wednesday to approve a measure that would eliminate most overdue fines throughout the Free Library system. They are joining many libraries across the country by removing overdue fines as a barrier for customers. The Board says it's looking forward to welcoming back delinquent customers and their long-missing materials. Uh, there will still be fees for books that are lost or destroyed. The fees of the uh, are the of the item as listed in their catalog. The library also accepts new or gently used copies of lost or destroyed materials as a replacement in lieu of the payment. The library has not determined a start date for the new policy. The Free Library of Philadelphia will remain under the current fine policy until they are finished with the training of their staff. The library used to be a, a usual visit on the weekend. My dad and my brother and I would go to the library oh, yeah. and put, take out stuff all the time. Yeah. And I haven't been to the library in years. I know. Yeah. We used to do the same thing and there were like specific books we would get. I remember um, some of them had recipes at the back of them, so you know, if we there was a cake for one of them, and I'd always say to my mom, "Let's go get the book so we can Let's make get the, the cake. book." Yeah, and my... we would go to the library and get them. But my mom was infamous for uh, this was late her. fees. Late fees, never oh, yeah. returning them. We we would, I think yeah. we still have library books. Like <laughs> she just never returned them. Yeah, my um my family still goes quite a bit, especially down the shore. 
Uh, there's a little library down there, you know, like beach reading and stuff oh, like that. Oh, it's yeah. cool. Yeah. No, it's great not for, for me, though. Yeah. No, yeah. it really is great for kids because, like, <laughs> yeah. you're going to get a book that, uh, that you can return. You don't have to spend the money on, on something that they may or may not read. You know, I go all the time as well. Case there's a great library in, in uh, Wayne. Uh, it was closed for a couple of years, and they reopened it. They renovated it. It's a, it's a really nice place to hang out. I loved the idea of the library. <laughs> right. Yeah, I yeah. liked yeah. going to the library. It was neat, all the books on the shelves, and so much information, so many adventures right there. And then I would take the book home, uh-huh. and I wouldn't read it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly me and the library. I'm a different person now. I love reading now. Yeah. Uh, but but when I was younger and, and the library was a regular thing, you would go there for study projects as yeah. well, stuff like that, and I wouldn't do anything when I'd go there to, for that, too. Um, <laughs> you were a great student. But I <laughs> love the idea of the library. I know it was terrible. You know, it was all, it was, it, but I was taking out stuff like on pa- the paranormal, uh, famous disasters, you know, all the quirky, dumb stuff I'm into now, I was reading about then. We were always looking for the, there was always a rumor of that, you know, this book has boobs in it. Yeah, Ooh. the art section. Oh, yeah. Go to the oh, art yeah. section. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or Nat so Geo. Yep. You know what yeah. the, the free libraries are having trouble with now? So an issue, um, homeless people, because it is yep. free, that yeah. they'll go in to try to get warm and kind of just to give themselves something to do. Um, right. And some of them are getting overrun. Okay. Right. I need to go to, I, I used to go to the Ridley Library all the time. I wonder if it still smells the same. Do you know what I mean? Like that, the yeah, library that had that yeah. smell. Yeah. Totally. Yep. Uh, so they're going to eliminate these late fees. If you if you lost or stole the book, you're still going to be charged. But uh, late fees, you can basically take it out and bring it back whenever you want. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell weighed in on the Pro Bowl controversy involving former Philadelphia Eagles quarterback Michael Vick. Arguably one of the most talented former NFL players, Vick arrived to Philadelphia on a second chance after pleading guilty in 2007 for his role in a dog fighting ring and served Big nearly... Big dogs running! <laughs> Big dogs out! And served nearly two years in prison. Vick is set to be an honorary cap during the Pro Bowl on January 26th. A change.org petition called on the NFL to revoke the honor. Over 550,000 people signed the petition. Other petitions also surfaced since the news spread. The petition cites the cruel and inhumane killing of dogs that led to Vic's conviction. During, uh, But during a Wednesday media briefing, Goodell said uh, he doesn't anticipate any changes with Vic, and we have his clip. Over the last, what is it, nine years or so, um, I've supported Michael in, in his what I think his recognition of the mistake that he made. Um, he's paid a heavy price for that. Um, he has been accountable for it. He's worked aggressively uh, with the Humane Society and other institutions to deal with animal rights and to make sure people don't make the same mistake he made. Um, and I admire that. Goodell went on to say that some people will never forgive him, and Vic knows that, but that he's taken his life in a positive direction. Police in Delaware County are trying to figure out where a petroleum-based odor is coming from. This is the third incident now, and still no idea what the odor is. (laughs) Delaware County officials have created a task force uh, which involves federal, local, and state officials to get to the bottom of it. Calls started coming into uh, Delaware County 911 call center on Saturday morning Ah. in the area of Upland and Mount Vernon in Brookhaven. Uh, The area where the odor has originated is believed to be about a five-mile stretch along the Delaware River from Tinicum to Marcus Hook. Mm. Uh, an area that is home to a number of industries. The problem is by the time the response team arrives with their equipment, the odor is has dissipated. So now mm. county officials are changing strategies. They're going to equip first responders in the affected communities with portable air p- uh, pollution detectors. The task force will also be notified of an emission using a special alert system. Officials are looking for whistleblowers who may know the source of the odor. If you smell any mysterious odors in that area, you are urged to call 911. In sports this morning... Oh! 
Ball sacks are yummy. Ball sacks are yummy. The Flyers lost to the Avalanche 3-1 last night what in Colorado. Is this? Goalie Pavel Frankuz overshadowed a stellar game from Carter Hart. The Avalanche scored once in each period with Claude Giroux getting the Flyers on the board with 5-12 to play, but that's all Frankuz gave up on the night as he earned the win with 32 saves. Hart stopped 24 of 27 shots in the loss. The Flyers are off until Saturday night when they'll travel to Minnesota to play the Wild. The Sixers are on the road tonight with the game in Boston against the Celtics. While the Sixers remain perfect at home with a record of 13-0, they've struggled on the road and are only 5-7 away from South Philly. The Celtics are also undefeated at home this season with a record of 10-0. Tip-off is at 8 o'clock. Eagles linebacker Camus Brugier-Hill has been cleared through concussion protocol. He's expected to return to practice today and will be able to play against the Redskins on Sunday. He also missed the first three games of the season with a knee injury that he suffered the first week of training camp. Today's practice will be the Eagles' first since their overtime win against the Giants on Monday night. And in Thursday night football, the New York Jets will travel to Baltimore to play the Ravens, who have won nine games in a row and have the best record in the AFC at 11-2. Kickoff is scheduled for 8-20. And that's what I have for you this morning. Thank you, Kathy. Nice work on some of those names, by the way. Very (laughs) well done, I have to say. Uh, We welcome you to Thursday morning, and uh, we have stuff going on. We have a lot going on. We're getting ready for our Christmas Miracle broadcast. It's one week from today. One week from this very morning at this time, we'll be cracking the mics, and we'll be doing it live at Parks Casino. Yeah. In the Excite Center, this big venue that they have there. Worked out so well the first time, which is the last time we did it. We loved it. We'll be filling that up, so listen for your chance to call in and get on board. I'm not going to do it at this very moment, but uh, we'll have your opportunity to win some past. Come and hang out for the morning. And whether you win or not, we'll, we'll do our best to make it a good time for you. So, you okay, buddy? Yeah. I, know, you get so, uh, uh, I was been happening to me lately. Just every now and then I'll breathe in and... <laughs> How do you breathe again? I know, exactly. <laughs> I need a refresher course. Uh, so we'll have passes for that. We have guest-wise on the program, Mr. Michael Rappaport stopping yeah. by. Uh, he'll be at Healing Comedy Club tonight, Friday and Saturday. Uh, Michael's been in a gazillion movies, and uh, he's a really funny guy. And his uh, his videos that he does online are very, very funny, too. Very the, funny. The moose fight, when I hadn't seen that, you had mentioned it yesterday, Steve. Nick showed it to me. I was cracking up. It's really funny. <laughs> and and audio-wise, he gets a good sound that actually sounds like he's on site. But the, yeah. the, the fight itself is pretty wild. It's actually a, a, an actual moose fight on the front lawn of a home in Alaska. But um, and Michael is is commentating as if he's taking the video, <laughs> and he's just saying this outrageous stuff. Ma, get over here! Where it's, you going? It's really funny. It's like so. a buffalo or something. <laughs> uh, so he'll uh, he'll be in the studio uh, this morning. So we'll spend some time with him. And I know that we've we've getting backed up. We've been getting backed up with prizes. So uh, we'll have your chance to win a, a variety of things through the course of the morning today. And I'm sure I'm forgetting some stuff. So, well, we'll figure it out. Uh, Kathy heard me make a noise right before I, I came in here. It's just it's, what, what, what were you? I was like, <laughs> I, I don't know. It was just it was like the start of the show's noise. Some some guttural thing where I'm just like, God, I'm tired. I need to get yes. up and get moving. Uh, so we've, we've had a, an extra, and it continues, an extra packed week this week. But yeah. uh, we yep. shall soldier on. Mm, we shall. What are you guys doing later this afternoon? Uh, <laughs> uh, stuff. Okay. We, got, we got things right. going on. Anyway, uh, we're going to take a break. <laughs> we're going to come back in a moment to do have some entertainment stories that I'm just dying to share with you. And why is there? Oh, oh God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so normally I hit a button on a, on a, what we call faders, these yeah. things that, that bring the volume up on on elements like what music. What is this? And I hit the button with the fader down, and then I bring it up, and you hear that music that normally takes us out <laughs> of one of these breaks. Well, it wasn't there that time, but I'll, let me try it now. All right, I just hit the button. Let me turn this up. And yeah. There it is. There it is. We'll take a break, and we'll come back in a moment. Stupid question, and the entertainment stuff is on the way next. Yeah, we're having that kind of day, too. We'll be right back. On 93.3 WMMR, here comes WMMR. Listen to all the WMMR podcasts as well as a live stream on your Alexa-enabled device. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. Hey, it's Preston. Thank you to Jack Frost Mountain for sponsoring today's podcast. Jack Frost and Big Boulder Ski Areas are officially open for the season. And WMMR's Day Off on the Slopes with Pierre and Jackson is coming up soon. It's January 10th. Get your discount lift tickets at WMMR.com while supplies last. JFBB, where the snow comes first. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, so we're going to test your knowledge, and I'm trying to find holiday-themed uh, questions, as many as possible. So I got one today, and we're going to give away, by the way, $50 Star Restaurants gift card. So the question that I have for you is, in How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the 1966 TV movie, the lyrics of the song Fahu Forays yes. were purposely written to imitate what language? <clears throat> 215263WMMR. All right, the lyrics of the song Fahu Fores were purportedly written to ah. imitate what language? 215263WMMR. Let's even know the answer, okay? So we'll go through some birthdays. There's a bunch of them today on uh, Thursday, December, December 12th. Mr. Bob Barker Whoa. celebrates his 96th birthday. 96. Today. God bless. He had a couple of falls, I think it was about a year ago. And he's uh, he's doing well. Yeah, uh, he was just the best. Just just one of the best of the game show hosts ever. He is to that show what Trebek is to Jeopardy. Yeah, they're yeah. they're 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 the best at it, yep. and they both clearly love those particular games. Ninety six today, stunningly beautiful and very talented Jennifer Connelly celebrates her forty ninth birthday. Love her. Won an Oscar for her role in A Beautiful Mind. Yep. Yeah, uh, and I always think she looks sad. Uh, do you really? Yeah. Well, you're, you're operating okay. from uh, the two hours you spent with her in the uh, House of Sand and Fog or whatever. Oh, yeah. Most depressing movie ever made. Well, and the other one with Bradley Cooper. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. He's is it, he's just not that into you, that one? No, it's... Uh-huh. Uh, it, well, he's in, she's in that. And yeah, and, and she's she plays his yeah, wife, that, that who is he's it. cheating, cheating on, on with Scarlett Johansson. Okay, all I'm thinking of a different yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, she's, she's very sad in that, yeah, too. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, but I saw uh, Career Opportunities a couple of months ago. It was just on. And I'd, I've never really seen the movie beginning to end. I've only seen. You don't need to. And in the beginning of it, she she comes in and she's, uh, she's a teenager. And her dad, I guess, is a politician. And he has a couple of, of people over. Yeah. And she walks up and just to shock her father because she's kind of a bad girl, walks over and like open mouth kisses this old man, <laughs> and I'm like, I, 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 I. but there's two guys so there, and, and the other gorgeous. guy's like, <clears throat> I guess yeah. I'm getting it next, and she just walks away. She goes hi, yeah. and then she walks away. <laughs> it's pretty wild, but she is, uh, she's, she's virtually perfect yeah. in my world. She's uh, 49 years old today. Kathy Rigby, the Olympic gymnast, ah. 
actress is 67. Yeah, she was on the $6 million man one time, Preston. She was? Oh, yeah. It was an incredible episode. Okay. She played a Russian she... gymnast. Did she? Okay, I was curious. And she saw a pinball machine, and she said, you put pin in ball? Oh, God. And of course, Steve Austin had to clarify. No, stupid. <laughs> yeah. uh, Sheila E., uh, former protege of Prince, singer, and outstanding uh, percussionist. Whole family is, right? Yeah, yeah. Her, her dad was in Santana. May still be. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, but um, what's his last name? Estevez? Uh, what, is, what is her? Escovedo? Escovedo. I was way off. Okay. Uh, so anyhow, she is 62 years old today. Yeah, she's a great drummer. Uh, speaking of great musicians, Dick Dickie Betts ah. of the Allman Brothers Band. Uh, celebrating his 76th birthday today. Love this song. Yeah, this is a great tune, man. Uh, they have so many great songs. They were really, you know, they took that that bluesy southern rock thing and and made it progressive. They, they, they did. They really yeah, you're exactly right. stretch these things out and played these very complex uh, pieces of music that were just really, really impressive. So. And, and where, where you, sometimes in a, in a long jam you can get bored, they always kept it interesting. Agreed. Uh, so Dickie is 76 today. Uh, Bill Nye, the actor, movies like uh, Love Actually, that starts making the rounds, already has this time of year. Is it a Christmas movie? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it oh, qualifies, yeah. absolutely. I've yeah. never seen it. I know you guys talk about it. You should. Yeah. It's uh, a should. fun movie. It really is. It's, uh, it, it's uh, you know, it's a lot of beautiful people, but but the uh, it's it, I love the intertwining stories, nature of movies like that. Yep. But it, at its heart, it's it's pretty beautiful. All the things that are happening. There's a couple of things that are that are a little bit on the sadder side. It's officially the first in the Underworld series, correct? Which uh, he's also in. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 I was yeah. not aware that yeah. they were. I need to go back and see that again to <laughs> see how they're connected. Yeah, he's a he's a he's a lichen. But Casey, it's very much a Christmas movie. Okay, yes. and um, there's another one called Notting Hill that I've never seen. No, another wow. good one. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I should need... probably watch both of those. Yeah. Okay. I, re- I recommend them. They're two of my favorites. Uh, Bill Nye, and he's hilarious in this movie. He's 70 years old today. Uh, Mayan Bialik. As I saw that it was her birthday today, this immediately popped in my head. And I thought of Kathy dancing, too. Uh, My high school uh, cheerleading team. That's what the dance is. Oh, you did the Blossom dance? Yep. Really? Uh, just No, just me. Like, it wasn't like a oh. routine dance. Oh, I okay. just busted out in Blossom dance. Uh, and uh, she really uh, a wonderful success with the Big Bang Theory, too. She's 44 today. And she's also a legitimate she's a scientist. Yeah. Yeah. And then the last birthday I saw is the great actor Tom Wilkinson. Yeah. Who's been in everything from Batman Begins to The Patriot, The Bedroom, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. The Exorcism he, of Emily Rose. Who just goes on and yeah. on and on. He's a great actor, so happy birthday to him today. And yeah. Casey's daughter, Casey! Oh! Is 14. She's two, oh years, my God. two years away from driving. It's crazy, days. isn't it? Yes. Uh, that's what happens. Wow. <laughs> Time <laughs> advances. Yeah. If you're lucky. And it goes so much faster as you uh, as you get older. So um, Yeah, it does, man. Yeah, so she's having a good year so far, and this is her Last year in uh, grade school and happy birthday. On she's to bigger and better things. Yes, yeah, so onward and upward, as they say. But I'm sure she's uh, actually sleeping right now. So. She's on to high school <laughs> next? Yeah. Wow. Crazy. Amazing. Happy yep. birthday to Casey. All right. We will see if we can get an answer to the stupid question and how the Grinch stole Christmas. 
1966 TV movie, the lyrics for the song Fahu's, Fahu Fores uh, were purposely written to imitate what language? 215-263-WMMR is the number. And I'll go to Joe and see if we can get the answer. Hey, Joe, how you doing, man? Hey, Gadzooks. Hey, buddy. So, Gadzooks <laughs> to you. Uh, so what language was this, uh, was Fahu Fores supposed to be imitating? Latin. Latin is correct. Yeah. Ooh. All right. Ooh. Yeah, man. It's Latin jazz. Thanks, Joe. Hang on. We'll get your information, and we will give you a $50 Star Restaurants gift card. Light up their holiday with gift cards from Star Restaurants, redeemable at 37 Star locations. It's a gift that everyone can enjoy. Excuse me. Yeah. Maybe uh, not fart sound effects. During the reading of a sponsorship. Oh, oh that's right. Yeah, I was I was punctuating the music actually. Yeah. All right. So after last September's car crash, which led Kevin Hart to have emergency back surgery, the star commented on his recovery during an interview on the Ellen DeGeneres show. When asked about the accident, he said, "I'm about 65 to 75 percent back to my physical self." Oof. He said, "Workouts are not full. I'm not lifting crazy weights, but I'm back to weighted workouts. I'm a little determined jackass." He <laughs> says. Uh, Hart, who is 40 years old, uh, is out promoting his new film, Jumanji, The Next Level. He shared that uh, he has now a completely different look on life after the accident. However, he has still struggled with recovery, adding, he said, the biggest triumph is when I put my socks on one day. He said it was the biggest thing in the world. I ran around the house yelling, I got my socks on. You ain't have to do it. I did it myself. (laughs) So he's happy that he can put his own socks on. Yeah, I mean, listen, the, those little things when you're uh, when you're doing uh, you're doing your your um, rehab, those are little milestones that you. Gotta... I've I've so the closer I came is when I had surgery, but I I didn't really lose you know any sort of physical skill, and uh, so I could see that where you're frustrated, like I can't wait to get back to. Yeah. Well, you had a situation where you. It was difficult to wipe your ass. Oh, my God. I mean, just the joy of wiping. Remember that great book, The Joy of Wiping the Your Ass? The Joy of Wiping Your yeah. Ass. It was right next to The Joy of Sex. Sex, yeah, yeah. Uh, One sold more than the other. On Wednesday's episode of the Today Show, Hoda Copy and Craig Melvin announced that fellow host Savannah Guthrie is undergoing eye surgery. What? Due to a retinal detachment in her right eye. Uh, they said she had some uh, laser treatment, so now she's actually going through the surgery, and she's going to uh, keep us posted. We wish for her speedy recovery. So they're putting lasers in her eyes? Yeah. It's amazing. No, she's not going to be able to, like, shoot oh. lasers out yeah, of her eyes. Cool. Oh, all right. Cool, yeah. An eye-mounted laser? <laughs> You're saying the laser, of course, will be used to treat her condition. Correct, yes. You get it. Damn, I'm so stupid. Uh, the injury came as a result of an accident involving her two-year-old son, Charlie. Last month, uh, Guthrie shared that he threw a toy train at her and that the pointy edge hit her in the eye. Wow. I wonder what the laser is, though, because once your retina detaches, that's it. You don't really? get your vision back. What? Yeah. Uh, uh, no, th- I, you can get your vision back, can't no. you? I don't well, know. I, 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 I thought you could. Uh, she said the injury resulted in a torn retina and that she lost okay. vision in her right eye about a day later. Despite it all, Guthrie hosted a Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade and maintains a positive attitude. Uh, but, yeah, it says a retinal detachment in her right eye. Maybe if it's just torn, they yeah. can repair it as opposed to it being completely detached. Interesting. Uh, in a recent interview with Australia Today, Ryan Reynolds reignited the hysterical four-year fictional feud that he has had with fellow X-Men superhero Hugh Jackman. 
When asked about the ongoing rivalry, Reynolds responded, well, he's just an evil person. I mean, you, you guys have all been duped. That's what he said. He's quite possibly the nicest man in the world. Oh, yeah. Hugh Jackman is. And the, 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 um, the, if you follow them both on Instagram, they're, they're always hanging out together. Yeah, the Jake Gyllenhaal has joined the collective, too, by the way, Bruce. The rivalry is, of course, joke, but it is one that both Reynolds and Jackman have a lot of fun with. Just yesterday, the two trolled each other. On Instagram, sharing photoshopped images of their heads on one another's body while promoting their products, Aviation Gym and uh, Laughing Man Coffee. So uh, they still love going at it. Uh, after multiple ankle monitor system violations, a judge raised the bail of Harvey Weinstein from $1 to $5 million. Uh-huh. The defense claimed the missing lapses in ankle monitoring were due to technical issues, but the prosecution argued that Weinstein was panicking and he was intentionally trying to evade detection. I, I tripped some barbecue sauce on it. <laughs> Uh, the violation totals 57 in less than two I months. Eating, I was eating barbecue ribs and it dripped on her. It, it dripped on your ankle monitor? Ankle monitor. Shorted it out? Yeah. Probably. Okay. Fart. <laughs> Usually ends up with you having to fart. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Both, he, both he and Roger Ailes were in an exclusive uh, cigar club where they smoked stogies and farted over. <laughs> <laughs> What are you doing today, Roger? Special charcoal-filtered seats and everything. Right. Smoke a cigar and fart. Okay. Yeah. Weinstein was uh, using a walker. Going down to the fart club. <laughs> hey, hey, rule number one. Don't talk about fart club. Don't talk yeah. about fart club. What's rule number two? Don't talk about fart club. And rule number three? Don't fart outside of fart club. Okay. And rule number four is pleasure yourself in front of your employees. <laughs> that rule. That's a terrible rule. Right, get rid of that rule. Awful. That's, uh, that's where he called all the... See, had, yeah. he, had he stuck to the first three rules, he would have been fine. They rule, cross wait, that rule out, though. Rule number four is... Pleasure yourself in front of your coworkers. Don't, don't no. Pl- no, it is. Yeah, pleasure yourself. Pleasure yeah. yourself in front of your coworkers. I just got to be straight on these rules. Uh, Weinstein was using a walker when he arrived at court. Yeah, Walker told him he had AIDS. He <laughs> was lying, but he yeah. just told him that. Yeah, Oh my God. Uh, he was using a walker uh, when he arrived at court, which is needed after he sustained injuries in a car accident last August. By the way, on this note, I saw a commercial yesterday for a walker that I think is a revolution in walkers. Really? Yeah. And it um, stands all the way up? It's like all the way up and almost, the, you ever do like leg raises on a, uh, you know, where you put your hands on the pad and hold onto the bar? Uh, yeah. The, the grips? That's what it is. Yeah, I've seen so that. So you're up all the way high. Oh. Why did it take so long to, to, all the other ones promote this hunched over thing? Yeah, because I think they want to promote, uh, what is that called? Scoliosis? Uh, scoliosis. Yeah. I almost said spenicopatin. <laughs> um, which is a delicious I hate dish. To tell you. <laughs> what is it? You, you have spenicopatin. <laughs> what? Spumoni? Like yeah. It's like a, it's a, a rice and, it's a and a dessert. Uh, olive leaf. Uh, oh, oh, I know no, what those are. Yeah, yeah, they're really good. Um, also, it's here, here in the studio. The it's the ad for Upwalker. That's the one I was talking about. Isn't why, that cool? Yeah, but why also, Steve? Do they? <laughs> why don't they just give you the walker that has like tennis ball type stuff on them instead yeah, right? of you, you, you know you don't the tennis ball now with the Upwalker? Yeah, no. Because have, have you guys... And it'll tell you you have AIDS, too. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the Upwalker told me I have AIDS. You have AIDS. <laughs> what? What did you say? I did, what? Um, yeah, I know what you're saying. I don't know why you yeah. need to supply the... Uh, tennis balls? Uh, the tennis yeah. balls. Have you guys ever... Because like, like, uh, the kids in school, like they have tennis balls on their desk chairs and stuff like that. Right. And we have to supply them with tennis balls. 
and you have to like pre-cut them. Have you ever cut? It's got to be yeah. hard. I it's use real- a, a box cutter. Yeah, I it's, mean, it's got to be. There's a good chance for slicing your hand wide open if you're doing that. I would imagine. But I have bought so my we have hardwood floors in my uh, dining area, and we have wooden chairs with you know wooden bottoms on yeah. them. So, but you can buy uh, kind of pre-cut ones. Uh, that are smaller than your regular size tennis ball, and they're brown, so they kind of oh. they, they yeah. match the color, and they stop that scratching into the wood. Yeah, exactly. Oh, or you I can just like replace the... all your dining room chairs with upwalkers. Or they also <laughs> yeah. have little socks you can put on those. Is that what you have, Kath? No, we just have like the little felt underneath. Yeah, the, like the circles or the squares. I used to do that myself. I used to put those on yeah. there, but they, but they have little little socks that you can that buy. You can, that's a good idea. Yeah, they're pretty awesome. Years ago, I had just moved into my house, and um, Dennis's grandmother was still alive, and she came over, and she was in a Walker and Walker the, told me I had AIDS. The, the rubber pieces had fallen off, and she walked from the front door. My whole house is hardwood floor. From the front door, oh my god, into the kitchen to say hi to everybody, and then into the living room to sit down. And it was just like a, this big, long streak throughout the entire a scratch, house. A scratch oh, the whole way. Man. And I could, I remember Dennis was looking at as she was walking, and he was like, "Oh my uh, god, stop!" <laughs> so if you take one floor. thing away from today, invest in an up walker. Yeah, I think so. Here, here are the little socks. We found a picture of them. So you oh, can get cute. those. Oh, they're cute. And you can get, you know, colors that match if you want. Aww. Get little kitty ones. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're pretty cool. That kind of looks very grandma-ish, though. Well, like I said, you can get I ones that aren't, use them. <laughs> aren't quite like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, um, the Upwalker costs 650 bucks. I was also wrong on what Spanakopita is. Uh, Nick, can you... Um... <laughs> <laughs> we were... This is about Harvey Weinstein, Let's backtrack. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's a spinach pie, apparently in Philo. Doctor uh, Vasiliki, what do I have? <laughs> okay. I have a terrible case of spinacopita. <laughs> okay, I know what those are. Okay. All right. Anyway, Weinstein was uh, using a walker when he arrived at court. Oh yeah, uh, which is needed because he sustained uh, injuries in a car accident last August. As I said, he's scheduled for back surgery. Uh, today, actually, but his attorney said that there would be no need to push back his trial scheduled to take place January 6th, by now, the way. I saw a story yesterday, Preston, suggesting that he has a fund together of $47 million to pay off all these civil cases against him. Won't wow. take care of the criminal Whoa. cases. Whoa. But his lawyers, his law- legal team is reaching out, and they're being accepted, a lot of them, mm-hmm. $47 million to pay off all the civil cases against him. Wow. Wow. Uh, Dwayne Johnson didn't get the reaction he was expecting when he told his daughter that he was the voice of Maui in Moana. He said, uh, you know, the daddy's the voice, and I'm going to show you. And then Maui starts singing, and then I start singing, he said, and within 10 seconds, she tries to put a pillow over my mouth and says, you're ruining the song. (laughs) (laughs) That's really funny. Uh That would... I could see where you wouldn't want your your parents to be. Totally. This, character, this is my thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You you believe and kind of believe in that character. Right. You buy it and then you find out your dad was... You're killing dead. it. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of, did you see the... Um, it's a clickbait thing, but I saw a couple of pictures from it. I don't know if this has been around for a long time, and maybe it has, but uh, an artist has done uh, renderings of the Disney princesses as real people. No, no. I have not seen uh, And it's really kind of wild looking. It's pretty cool. Huh. Meaning... What they, they ha- would look, what they would look like if they were actually human, more or, human, more human, more human, or taking those those actual like gigantic no eyeball. What they would look like as humans. Okay, all right. Now that I'm okay yeah. with. When Without, they actually like, when they, they, when they, the they take when they literally yeah like with yeah. the Simpsons they literally say this is what this character it's would scary. look like if it had human skin. Yeah. I don't like those. No, it's uh, kind of ruins chilling. it. Yeah. 
Uh, let's see. How about, uh, I have just bits and pieces of stuff here. Um, according to Us Weekly, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie's three youngest children, Shiloh and Vivienne, uh, plan on spending, uh, that's only two. Oh, no, Knox is in there too. Shiloh Knox and Vivienne, uh, plan on spending Christmas Eve with Brad Pitt, who is hoping that they will stay the night. However, the three other children will not be spending the holiday with their dad as they reportedly have a more tumultuous relationship with him. So Maddox and Pax are not on speaking terms with him, and Zahara's relationship with him is still unclear at Who, this point. Who's the one that he got into the fight with, was it? I Aang? thought it was Maddox. I okay. thought it was Maddox, yeah. Because yeah. Maddox is the oldest. All right. The yep. most defiant, probably. Yeah, so uh, so we'll see. Uh, I thought this was kind of sweet. When Olivia John's iconic black leather jacket from the movie Grease sold for $243,000 last month at a charity auction, uh, the Grammy-winning singer and actress probably thought it was gone for good, but the buyer, who described himself as her number one fan, had other ideas. And he said in a video, and he's remained anonymous, uh, this jacket belongs to you and the collective soul of those who love you, those for whom uh, you are the soundtrack of their lives. It should not sit in a billionaire's closet for country club bragging rights. And uh, he was in L.A. over the weekend, and he gave it to her. He said, for this reason, I humbly and respectfully return it to its rightful owner, which is you. Therefore, I'm pre- presenting it to Lou Ferrigno. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, that is awesome. That's really cool. So in the video, uh, she seemed shocked when she realized what was in the bright pink uh, gift-wrapped box. She said, are you serious? And she gave the man a huge hug and said, that is the sweetest thing. The buyer wanted to remain anonymous, so his face is blurred in the video. Uh, the auction house said that he is a doctor and medical technology entrepreneur. Uh, the jacket and skin-tight pants sold separately in the November 2nd auction uh, for more than double their estimate uh, and raised $405,000 for the Olivia Newton-John Cancer Research and Wellness Center in Australia. Uh, the Spanx founder, Sarah Blakely, bought the pants, which uh, Olivia Newton-John is she said keeping them? Uh, that she had to be sewn into, by the way. Yes. Uh, yeah, she's keeping them as far as I know. Right. Uh, she said, uh, well, I'm sorry, she wore that outfit for You're the One That I Want alongside John Travolta. Uh, the actress and singer screamed with excitement when she finally got to open the box and ruffled through tissue paper ah! <laughs> to get the jacket. Uh, she seemed thrilled when the buyer asked if she would put it on display in her cancer center. And she said, yes, it has always been my dream to do that. So, yes. Uh, she decided to auction off more than 500 items from her career including costumes, awards, jewelry, and other memorabilia to raise funds for her cancer center after she was diagnosed with breast cancer for the third time since 1992. By the way, her pink ladies jacket uh, sold for $50,000, which was 25 times uh, the estimated price. That's freaking wild. And a grease poster signed by the cast sold for $64,000. The sale raised a total of $2.4 million. For the longest time, the most what was identified as the most coveted piece of movie, movie memorabilia the red shoes from uh, Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't know if that's still the case. I don't know. That's a good yeah. question. Yeah, it's cer- they're certainly iconic. But Danny's T-Bird jacket would be pretty damn yeah, cool, yeah. man. So there's yeah. there's some good stuff out there. Uh, oh, you got some there. stuff over there. How about... Uh, oh, the SAG Award nomination. Yeah. yeah. This is especially good news to us. Yes, we're released. Uh, we are members of the Screen Actors Guild, also known as SAG. And uh, when these awards are, the nominations are announced, uh, they send us all the movies. So we get really excited. We either get digital downloads or actual DVDs or Blu-rays. I bet you when the uh, when the actors uh, and all the legitimate SAG people heard the radio was now being observed, 
absorbed into sack. <laughs> yeah, they must have been like, the f*** is that? Yep. I don't know. We'll appease him by sending him DVDs or whatever. Sure. So here's a few of the things we'll be getting in the mail. All right. Uh, Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yay! Uh, Martin Scorsese's The Irishman, which is on Netflix. You can watch it. Uh, And Jay Roach's Bombshell leading the pack in film nominations as far as TV. Uh, Apple TV's The Morning Show received several nominations, as did Amazon's The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Other notable nominations include Lapita Nyong'o for Us. Huh. Uh, Nicole Kibben in Bombshell uh, and Taryn Egerton in uh, Rocket Man. Wait, uh, what was Us? It was it's, that. Yeah, it's a, it's it's a, a horror a, movie. Yeah, it's a scary movie. Follow up to uh, Get Out, where there's yeah. like basically your evil Double. doppelganger family. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet, so I didn't clips? get it. Like I, I okay. enjoyed it; it was suspenseful. But I had to talk to Nick Murphy. I'm like, can you actually explain the movie? To me? <laughs> yeah. hey, it's I'm good. Seeing. It's not yeah. as good as Get Out. Yeah, Get Out was pretty damn amazing. So. Oh, a couple more things here. Uh, in a recent interview, Friends co-creator David Crane revealed that the ending storyline for Phoebe, Lisa Kudrow's character, was almost quite different. What was supposed to happen? When choosing between either Mike or David, who was Paul Rudd or Hank Azaria, Crane said, we didn't definitely know who she'd end up with. And then that's all I have in the story. Wow, that's uh, incredible. That's I know. it? That yeah. is it? I actually <laughs> sent an email. You! I actually sent an email to the people that, that run this prep service, and I'm like, you're leaving me hanging here. Yeah, so yeah. There's Come like on. five of them that are that way. It just gives, it just stops, and it's like, and so? That's like the teaser for the article. Our uh, in-studio guest later this morning was once a boyfriend of Phoebe on Friends. That's right. Gary, wow. uh, uh, was, or Michael Rappaport played Gary, and he was a cop, and the uh, the way that their relationship ended was one of the best ending of a relationship I've ever seen. We were, oh, really? How did remember, it end? He shoots the bird outside of the window. They're, oh, they're lying right. in bed together, yes. and, she, and Phoebe's a huge <laughs> animal rights advocate, and they're just lying in bed, and there's this really loud bird outside the window, and Michael Rappaport just take, picks up his gun because he's playing a cop and just shoots the thing, and uh, Phoebe's like, all right, well, this is over. That's that's pretty funny. That <laughs> yeah, was great. Was he was he on the the story arc for a while? Yeah, or? he had a couple episodes. No, okay. it's like five or six. I think. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, Comedy Central's uh, talk show, Good Talk with Anthony Jeselnik, has been renewed for another eight episode season. Uh, the show features tongue-in-cheek interviews of big-name comedians focusing on their work influences and stand-up routines. I've seen it a couple of times. It's funny. I think he's funny. Um, they, they're always sort of looking for the right property for him, though, you know? Mm-hmm. Trying to get a handle on him. Hey, Home Alone is about to get a small screen reboot with JoJo Rabbit star Archie Yates uh, taking over for Macaulay Culkin. Oh, okay. Um, and <sighs> Have you guys seen the uh, Stallone Alone? I, I uh, love it. I yeah. retweeted it out uh, the other day. <laughs> I said Preston's might be the greatest thing man's ever created. I've never said. I don't know what it is. All right, it's a picture of Macaulay Culkin with Sylvester Stallone's face <laughs> sitting up on the steps in the house, and it says Stallone alone. If you can find that meme, Nick, did you put it on your Twitter? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I retweeted it out. Okay. Uh, yeah, I will have to see. Oh, oh my god, <laughs> that's hilarious! <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> it's Home Stallone. Sorry, Home Stallone. Home yeah. Stallone. That's it. Oh my god. Oh, that's fantastic. That's terrific. <laughs> That is that's, that's worth seeing this morning. Yeah. Um, why does that? Why is that so intriguing? Because it sort of works. It does sort of. It oddly, it's it almost bizarre. looks real. They've they've youngified his face up a little bit. And <laughs> I love God, your I love nice. your line, Steve. 
This is possibly the greatest thing ever created by mankind. <laughs> you got you can't argue that. No. It kind of Stevie kind of reminds me of uh you remember Martin Short Clifford? Oh, Clifford. It, it yes. kind of yeah. looks Absolutely. a little a little bit like that like a man child of yeah. some of some type. Yeah. Uh wow. <laughs> uh well thank you. Uh, yeah. For sharing that with us today, no problem. That one is uh, it, that's. I think that's better than than Zoe Dave Chappelle. Have you guys seen that one? <laughs> no. no. Oh, All right. Take that one. Yeah. Zoe Dave, Dave Chappelle. Okay. Yeah. So it's Zoe Dave Chanel and Dave Chappelle at the same time. <laughs> okay. All right. Yes. A la this picture we just looked yeah. at. Okay. Yep. So they've morphed the two together. <laughs> oh my God. Photoshopped. It. Oh my God. That's horrible. That's disgusting. <laughs> that's that's kind of like. Uh, uh, there was it was several years ago, and they would take uh, Steve Buscemi's eyes yes. and, oh, yeah. and put them on different celebrities, on especially on women. It was <laughs> Zoe okay. Dave Chappelle looks like him playing Rick James. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, because of the hair. Yeah, wow. Okay, okay. It's got her eyes and his face, and uh, <laughs> I think uh, okay, Home Stallone or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I love yeah, that that's man. Number one, it's number Home one. Stallone. Okay. <laughs> So anyway, uh, they're thinking about rebooting Home Alone, or actually they are, and uh, some other stars have signed on, including Ellie Kemper and Rob Delaney. I, I like both of them. I don't know. So is is it a... So here's the deal. It says the character of Kevin McAllister will be retired, but there will be a brand new youngster who finds himself in a similar predicament. They made a third one. You remember that? And it was and not Kevin. Yeah. It was a, a little girl, right? Or it was not the family. Scarlett Johansson was in that yes, one. Yes, in the third she one. She was. It was Tracy Lords. No, I, I saw parts of it, and I just thought it was ridiculous. Okay. Yeah. And I didn't like seeing Scarlett Johansson's a mean, you know, bully of an older sister. And it, it was she was really young when that came out as well. But. The second Home Alone was not good. It was, yeah. a, and I, it was lightning in a bottle. It was yeah. fun. It, it played on every sort of you could approach it from two things it was a looney tunes cartoon in one aspect but a kid a home a kid by himself yeah. having the run of the house and then having to defend the house yeah. you know that, that's a that's a, a scenario all kids run through in their mind at some point i liked i liked the uh the interactions with the old man yeah, uh, as yeah, well yeah. when they finally sat down at church together i thought that was pretty sweet Yes. It was nice. Has a heart. Uh, and, of course, it gave us... And now I'm seeing you filthy animal all over the place, <laughs> too. That, that finally caught on a couple of years ago. Uh, so, anyhow, we will... Uh, well, I don't know when this is going to come out, and I believe it is through... Yeah, it's in the headline. It's not in, actually in the story. <laughs> Confirmed by Disney Plus. So, okay. it sounds like it's going to uh, it's gonna end up over there on the small screen. Uh, I, so this is interesting. My son Carter told me about this yesterday, and I kind of did a double take. I'm like, why? But I guess they're doing it. Uh, the stars of the All in the Family live reboot will uh, join together again for a holiday encore. They're going to do it again live. Some of the same people. So Woody Harrelson, Marissa Tomei, Ellie Kemper, Ike Barinholtz. They're going to, I don't know if they're, I guess they're going to do a different they're episode. They're doing a different episode. Okay. Right. I wonder how many times they're going to do this. Yeah. It's these are Norman Lear shows, um, so they could stay within Norman Lear's um, realm and still do other things. But sure, I don't know. I mean, I saw uh, it was more to me. It was um, on an entertainment level. It was hey, look at Woody Harrelson pretending he's Archie Bunker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, I got something out of it, but yeah. I don't think it's something I need to see. More than once, to be honest. But, you know, I, I, right. I like most of those yeah. people, so I, I, yeah. I might check that out. What about uh, Marissa Tomei as Edith? It's a bit of a stretch. Yeah, does she try and do the voice and all yeah. that? Uh, yeah. Mm. yeah. Uh, Marissa Tomei. Oh, yeah. 
again. She's too attractive. Yeah. yeah. For for what we knew Edith as is kind of this really what a bangy, you ding bang. Kind of dumpy, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, homely gal. But uh, anyhow, they are going to do it, and I'm not sure when that's coming out. But, uh, yeah, they're going to they're gonna try that again. Uh, and then one last thing. Uh, HBO has released the official slotted air date for the 10th season premiere of Curb Your Enthusiasm. It will be January 19th, 10.30 p.m. Uh, the return is a long time coming. The last season was airing in 2017. The funny thing is, is that they sort of had an official cancellation or official end of the show. Not a cancellation, but they, okay, it's it's over now. And then it came back. Yeah. It's come back again. It's just kind of when Larry feels like doing it. You know, yeah, all the other cast members are the, will do it whenever he wants to. It's just whether or not he wants to. Yep. All right. Uh, we're ready for clips. So let's get to them. So six talented uh, six talented agents go off the grid to change the future in Six Underground. Uh, Melanie Lawrence talks about what she learned from the film's director, Michael Bay, in this clip. Here we go. What I really learned from him is to let go. The ego, it cannot happen on, on a set like this. Like, you cannot starting to be like i don't want to do this can i have that you don't even ask for like you don't ask for anything you just there i don't i don't want to i don't think i want to see it so nick pulled up her imdb she played shoshana in inglorious bastards shoshana. uh and she was also in uh now you see me i i do like her yeah but it sounds like she was eating the microphone <laughs> in that particular clip uh and it said six talented agents i when i think of agents you entertainment know, agents yeah that's what i was thinking they went All underground right. we're gonna get this mole a wonderful three picture deal <laughs> six underground is available tomorrow on netflix here's the next clip Uh, let's see here. In Jumanji, the next level, there are new obstacles and dangers that the players must overcome. In this clip, Dwayne The Rock Johnson explains what separates this Jumanji movie from the others. We got really creative where I'm playing Danny DeVito, Kevin's playing Danny Glover. We introduce Aquafina as a new character. We have a horse as a new character. Just go with it. Trust me when you see the movie. And a couple of surprises in there, too, for audiences. Uh, Jumanji, the next level will be in theaters uh, nationwide. So they're all switched up now, right? They're no longer the characters they were in the first movie. From what I understand. Okay. Yeah, so there might be, uh, one of them may have stayed the same. I'm not 100% sure, Steve. But yeah, they've they've switched things around a little bit. But I really loved that first movie. It was, I enjoy- it, it was very well done. Uh, the second time I watched it, I liked it a lot more. And now I really do enjoy it. Yeah. All right, uh, and there you go, your entertainment report uh, this morning. Michael Rappaport stopping by today. Yeah. We have a bit of a party that we're going to have next Thursday at Parks Casino. How would you like to join us for that? Ooh. You you need to know about the program. You need to know about the Preston and Steve show in order to have a shot at winning some of these great prizes. We stack it up, man. We give away things like trips, cash, experiences, uh, electronics, all different kinds of products and stuff like that as a thank you to you longtime supporter of the Preston and Steve program. So we ask trivia questions about our show. How well do you know it? And I know it's tough when you're put on the spot, but we do it game show style, and you got it. You got to bring it. Yes. So let's see how you do. We're going to take seven callers. First seven oh, callers. Oh, it's a Christmas miracle. 215-263-WMMR. <laughs> Qualifications are you have to be at least 21 years of age and available to join us bright and early or dark and early, 6 a.m., 
uh, next Thursday at Parks Casino in Ben Salem. So call now and uh, let's get you on board and we will have a good time. Don't forget, it is the Miller Lite Ugly Sweater Edition. So wear your ugly sweater and you might win some prizes that way too. So your guests that comes with you could win that way. So make sure that you uh, dress them up properly. Uh, we got a beautiful sunrise as we get started on this Thursday. We'll take a break. Come back in just a moment. Lots of stuff to get to today. We'll be right back. Here comes the MM Army. What's going on? Join Marissa Magnata Friday from 4 to 6 at Sprint, 1760 Market Street in Center City. Win a seat at Christmas Miracle on December 19th at Parks Casino at Sight Center. Hang with Jackie Bam Bam Saturday from 1 to 3 at Sprint, 1235 Chestnut Street in Center City. Win a seat at Christmas Miracle on December 19th at Parks Casino Excite Center. Join Marissa Magnata Saturday from 5 to 7 at Family and Company Jewelers on Route 70 in Marlton, New Jersey for men's shopping night and a Preston and Steve totally off his calendar read. 93.3 WMMR. Everything and everywhere that rocks. Last chance uh, to head out and be a part of the Bud Light, uh, the the huddle. Uh, oh, God, I didn't Thursday write night down. Huddle. Thursday night huddle. Yeah. Thank you very much. The Platinum. last one of the year. Uh, and your chance to win uh, tickets to see the birds play the Cowboys. Yeah, tonight. Tonight, uh, Nick will be at the Marchwood Tavern in Exton from 7 to 9. So make sure you stop out there. By the way, they came in yesterday and... Uh, Brought some food by really, really good wings they had. They didn't bread them, and I, I like them when they're not breaded mm-hmm. like that. And uh, they were very, very tasty. But I had, I think I might get my ass kicked around here. I yeah, think I, I think you might. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I had a moment. <laughs> I actually yelled at Trey Thomas yesterday. <laughs> but you were you were doing it in a fun way, right? I, yeah, I was, I was like three quarters joking. Okay, I don't know, so. because I heard you. Mm-hmm. Like, we heard it when the door opened. So I didn't know it was him. Okay, so here's the deal. <laughs> So Trey Thomas works at our sister station, yeah. Fanatic, down the hall. We had uh, in our in our uh, the uh, Xfinity lounge out here. We had our food set up uh, for Marchwood Tavern. Now I like to wait until close to the end of the show to eat because it's more like lunchtime then, and I can go ahead and eat at that point. Yeah, in time. yeah, it and makes so sense. And so, and it's been happening a lot <laughs> lately. Well, I go out there. And all the food's gone by the time I go to get some food. And I'm like, you know, they brought it here for us to eat, for us to give some stuff away <laughs> yep. to you. We can actually comment on what the food tastes like and so on. And we always do have a bit so we can yeah. be, be honest about, about it. it. Yeah. And lately, people have been eating all our food. And so <laughs> I uh, I just saw a figure. From my point of view, I can't see an entire person <laughs> Uh, who's How do you miss there? him? He's more than one person. Yeah, he's, he's literally the largest person in this <laughs> yeah. entire building. Yes, and so who's only, that girl? I only saw like half of them. So anyway, and it was like the side half, not yeah. top or bottom. But yeah. anyway, and so Marissa was in the studio, and I go, and I saw people out there eating food. They were like people yeah. in line to eat. I'm like, did you put a memo out that people could come in and eat food? She goes, no. And so I open the door and I do this. Oh God! I go, hey, 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 hey. Like, like you do to your dog. Yeah. Your like, dog was right? eating the trash. I'm like clapping my hand like this, going, "Hey, hey, hey, hey! Who's eating my goddamn food?" <laughs> and he turns around. It's him, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" So sorry. <laughs> we, just sorry. You're huge. I'm so sorry, Mr. Thomas. We are gonna die. But he reached no, over. Not. He is. I'll be fine. <laughs> he reached over and shook my hand, and I was like, ah. "And I was, I was half joking. I was just too. I was doing the clap thing just yeah. to, to be kind of goofy." Uh, but, but also part of me was like, man, don't eat our food, you know? Yeah. And, uh, so later on, I, <laughs> Bill goes, I put a memo out, by the way. I'm oh, like, you God. did what? Oh, yeah. God. Oh, so then a memo. <laughs> you don't need to put a memo. 
Yeah, I know. Because and right by now, the way, Trey is like, he's so nice. I know. He's such so nice. a nice he guy. Even, he even sent an email back responding to Bill. son of a bitch. He responded to all he saying, did? hey, he, yeah, he wrote, my bad, Bill. It was me. I'm sorry. Uh, and I was like, what? Oh, now he knows. I don't want him to think I'm a jerk. I got a text like message from one of the producers over there uh, commenting, I think, all, you know, and this is all on the heels of Bill's memo. Bill's memo made it worse, and that was the only thing. And he Bill, was like, oh, Bill, was try- Bill tries to look out for us and, sure. and does, and he, he, he didn't know the context that Preston had pissed off a walking mountain. Well, wait, and, uh, wait, 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 wait. Tell me about the text, please. Uh, no, the text was great. No, they, they loved it. Uh, okay, the, all right. Good. Yeah, the text. What a D that guy is you work with. <laughs> no, seriously, what a D. Uh, it says, uh, Trey grabbing a huge plate of wings and getting caught by Preston today was effing hilarious. <laughs> oh, good. Because he did have a gigantic yeah. plate filled and I go, up with wings. I go, you didn't eat any? He goes, no, wait, no, it was Trey. He had a massive plate of wings. I had one. <laughs> Trey, I'm sorry I yelled at you. So well, this is my he, official, uh, I didn't, I was, you know, I was, just, I was kind of joking, but, you know. But now, so Bill did put this out that we, we will offer up that food once we've had a chance to sample. It's just disappointing we go out there and it's all gone and the client went all this trouble to bring it to us. So we we now Marissa will put out an email. Hey, come and have at it. Yeah, because we yeah. don't want the food to go to waste. Obviously, and I said this yesterday. The problem is, is we used to have an area where where the the food would get dropped off and everybody would enjoy it. And then when we were finished with it, we would move it to a common area where everyone could eat it. We don't have that area anymore, so people don't know when it's okay to yeah. come and get it. You're exactly right. There was a kitchen table. That the stuff would go out to our, our we now are it's a it's a Dunkin' Cafe and it's awesome but there's no room for a table in there. Yeah. I don't know how they managed to find less space. I, well, what my <laughs> suggestion is not to get into two. We can use it. Well, I have a suggestion. Yeah. But that the area also serves as agreement. Also, Marissa's trying to produce the show in that area. Yeah, so right. basically. The way that everything's constructed, Marissa's now in a throughway. She's yeah. now planning a party every yeah. day. Yeah, yeah. But you know what we need, and what we don't have anymore, is the anything goes table. Yeah, yeah. Because it we had get a table. Moved. I even told Marissa I had some leftover promotional shirts. I took the one that I wanted, and then I have all these other shirts. I'm like, where do I put these now? Because we have this table. You just put stuff there. First come, first serve. Whoever People would see stuff, it. Yeah, take it. And we don't have that anymore. So we need to find, we need a new, uh, we need an everything goes table. So we have this coffee machine that uh, that uh, Duncan dropped by. It's awesome. Yeah. I, I came in on Monday. There was a nine-foot old sheet cake on top of it because there was no place to put Nowhere this to thing. to put this stuff. So right. that's something we'll have to work on right, with yeah. our, our design crew. And First world there. problems, for I sure. Know, I know. But, but still. But we want to share the love around Absolutely. Hand out like the, Subaru. The stuff. Yeah, exactly like that. Was All it right. like 29 degrees out? There's uh, guys hanging out on a... <laughs> Uh, a lift outside of our window. We give it to them. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Our cake had to go on our, our cappuccino machine. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are. Darn it! Darn it! <laughs> <laughs> that really does sound pathetic. <laughs> Darn. Hey, man, it's serious. You know that machine that we can get 15 different kinds of coffees on? Yeah. For there's, free? A, there's a cake on we it. We had to put yeah. a cake on that. The Shriners tend to birth defects. We here at MMR deal with another problem. Where to put our expensive sheet cakes? We can't put it on the cappuccino machine. Cappuccino machine um. cannot support the weight of our cake. <laughs> We need Sarah McLaughlin. Send like five dollars, and we'll send you this blanket yeah. showing our sheet cake. All right, 
Anyway, it was interesting, and I think uh, I, now I, yeah, I got to keep an eye out for Trey Thomas. And you made an enemy yesterday. Yeah, so yeah. Nah. It's funny because on the conversely, he and I are the best of friends. We ride up in the elevator together. He wants to come out to Keenan's next uh, summer. It's, uh, it's it's all good. I'll, I'll look out for you. Yep. But I'll if, put a good word in for you. Thank you. You can offer him wings. But it was so funny. Uh, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Everyone remembers the day they realized Preston was gone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, listen, we are... I've never seen a man with his head up his own ass. <laughs> I mean, Trey is... He played, like... I mean, generally speaking, it's the largest position. An offensive tackle are the largest men on a football field. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a field of giants. That's the guy I would want to yell at. <laughs> I'm pretty tall. Yeah, so I don't, I don't, I don't yeah. pick up on big as. as no, he's you're huge. not offensive tackle. tackle no, tackle. I know. No, I'm not offensive tackle. tackle. <laughs> <laughs> Playing offensive taco. All right. Uh, uh, can I move on to something please. else? Please, we have things on. to discuss that are far more important. <laughs> we are approaching the end of a decade, not just a year. Usually this time of year we have um, uh, lists that come out of, of things that happened through the year. Uh, but now we're approaching the end of a decade, so the, the lists are even more comprehensive. Did you did you sort of feel, President, that it was... It, it, that I, I had the revelation just like two weeks ago. Oh, th- that's yeah. right. Yeah. It, it's... Uh, it's another decade. It hadn't dawned on yeah. me until uh, recently. By the way, my son texted over. He wanted everybody to know that the last full moon of the decade came last night yeah. at 1212 a.m. on 1212. Did you guys see it? It was gorgeous. It was, yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah, big and bright. And on the way in this morning, it was really lit up because yeah. it was a clear sky. They kept it around for us. Yeah, yeah. it did. Well, when I uh, left for work this morning, I thought my wife had left her headlights on, on in her car because it was so bright. That's how yeah. bright it was. Yeah. 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 So I did see this list. It's from goodhousekeeping.com, and it is uh, things that we totally forgot happened this past decade. Okay. I'm, I'm getting ready to have my mind blown. There's some fun ones here. Yeah, some, yeah, yeah. some things are, are more of a serious tone. This one is a, is a fun one. All right. Um, uh, and th- there are some things that are a little bit more on the serious side, but, uh, we'll, but start, we'll make light of them. We'll start with this. April 2010, the very first iPad came out. Wow. wow. So that was pretty important. 2010, yeah. the very first iPad. I remember there was um, sort of mixed feelings about that. Some people thought it was just a large iPhone. Mm-hmm. Other people went, was this going to go anywhere? Needless to say, it has. Some people loved it. I remember I, I, it <clears> never really spoke to me. I'd much rather have a laptop, but a friend of mine travels for business, and he's like, this is the greatest thing ever. He's like, it's just so much easier to use. It's perfect for what I'm doing. I've had them ever You know me. I'm an, an immediate adopter. And I remember, I think, I forget who we had in here. Maybe it's Hal Sparks. He had, it was just days after it came out, he had it. And I was like, oh, I want on board. Yep. Uh, September 10th. Uh, I'm sorry, September of 2010, Lady Gaga wore a dress made of meat oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. to the Video Music Awards. <laughs> it seems like four years ago. Yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. It was made entirely of raw beef, and she had it while accepting her award for Video of the Year. She was uh, she was a strange bird back in the day. She was doing all kinds of performance art stuff. Yep. Uh, was it Joey Carbone? What's the... Uh, oh, no, uh, Joey Calderon. 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 But that was a different year. Yeah. Uh, March 2011... Rebecca's Black Friday was released. Oh, I love that. I have it. And that was kind of a, a, it was, it was a, a little a, viral thing for a minute. A YouTube song that without any record company release. Um, it's Friday, Friday. Went huge. Yeah, I, my wife and I, well, I think we sing that to each other almost every Friday morning. When I say, okay. when I say goodbye to her. Uh, either she'll sing it or I'll sing it. And what, what happened to uh, Rebecca Black? Was she's she in a cokehead now. Okay. No, I, I, uh, she was actually, <laughs> she actually got sort of a, 
bullied online after what, the for this? yeah after a while well, because it, it was cheesy yeah and and that's why it caught on too because of its cheesy nature i didn't really see what the big deal was but a lot of people thought it was funny and well it acknowledged a day of the week and a day of the week <laughs> uh so but her singing career never really uh took off the way i'm sure she was hoping it's it become a drop for us though yeah, yeah you're yeah, right yeah. Um, in April of 2011, this is a, a decade end list, by the way, gang. Millions tuned in to watch a royal wedding. Uh, this was, uh, you know, William and, and Kate Middleton. We did. We yeah, had a, we, had uh, we had a royal party. wedding viewing party. That was fun, by the yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. Were we wearing formal attire? We might have Or at been. least so, some of the attendees were wearing formal attire. I don't remember. And we had, we had some, uh, British listeners in, I think. And uh, Spotted to, Dick, I remember. We had, with yeah. yeah, we had all the... Accoutrement we, for that. We had a reporter who was over there uh, call in. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And then in May of 2011, uh, everyone was planking oh, everywhere. Yeah. That was one. Was that, that was one of those first viral photo trends. That, yeah. Uh, there's what you do planking, Kathy. It was basically where you lay flat somewhere where it would be weird for you to lay oh, flat. I don't remember Based that. Down. That was what that, that to my memory is probably the first of those. Yeah, you know? where, where you yeah. take a picture of yourself doing this type of thing and post it and and, right. and tag, you know, planking. planking. Yeah, you don't remember that at all, Kath? I don't remember planking, no. Face okay. down, like I mean like nose down on the ground, face down, hands like you're on, dead? Hands Actually, on, a lot hands of, on your side. What I did at the happy uh, place when I was doing the like dead that? body thing. That's sort of like planking. Kinda yeah. like that. Yeah. That. Only you looked like you had been <laughs> murdered. <You were> dead. <laughs> <laughs> this is just somebody like they're a piece of wood. Uh, yeah, so it was. That looks funny. It was a thing. Didn't that look funny? <laughs> I'm gonna go do back. It again. Start, start sending out your planking. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna start pictures like, so you can appear eight years behind it. In July of 2011, uh, we said goodbye to Harry Potter. It was the final in the film series, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, uh, Part Two. We didn't really say goodbye. I mean, he's he's there with us always. Well, I know, but uh, it was you know, and he's then, got a family. I saw it at the end. <laughs> well, and then they started making the the follow up films. Yes, after that, but you know, for the, for officially that story arc came to a close. Yeah, supposedly. the new series is the big book of Who Gives an F. <laughs> uh, let's see, there were a couple other things. Okay, uh, February of 2012, Lynn Sanity took over the world. Uh, NBA NBA player uh, Jeremy Lin unexpectedly <laughs> led his team on a seven-game win streak during that season, and uh, Lin Sanity was born. March of 2012, Conky 2012. No, no. Coney 2012. Remember this guy? Went this viral. No, this is the guy who was on the street corners. He was he was uh, he was supposedly doing altruistic stuff. For Africa, but it turned out he was out of his mind. I'm trying to remember the, the pieces of it, Nick. Am I basically getting it correct? I, I have a description here. Yeah. So uh, the short documentary film released by nonprofit group Invisible Children went unexpectedly viral overnight in March 2012, receiving an unprecedented level of global attention. Thousands of retweets from uh, celebrities and politicians. The video, which urged viewers to take action against Ugandan warlord oh, Joseph yeah. Kony mm-hmm. for his many crimes and human rights abuses, got 100 million hits in just six days, but it also received a large amount of backlash and criticism. I don't know why. Wait, why, I don't, why did it get Be- backlash and criticism? Because people were, all they were really doing was retweeting. Was that so, it? And not doing, okay. anything not, about it. not doing anything about it. So they were sort of taking the moral high ground without actually uh, any action. What am I thinking of? Well, who? the same guy. The, there was a guy, the guy who really led that charge. He ended up like going crazy. Like he was alone. Right? He, yeah, he was like naked. around in the street. Yes. Right? He was yeah. naked. And right. I, I didn't know. I mean, I, I didn't know if he was drugged up or if somebody drugged him or if he had just gone absolutely crazy. By the way, a quick update on Jeremy Lin. He's now playing for the Beijing Ducks in China. <laughs> oh. so. 
A story career. Yeah, Linsanity continues in China. <laughs> he's a Harvard guy, right? Was he? Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, let's... I thought he was a dancer. <laughs> no. No. Uh, Nick, go back one uh, one screen. No, she was, was a dancer. dancer. Jinx, oh, oh, my God! God. Stop. Stop. Somebody pointed out that T-bowing was before planking. Oh, oh was, was it really? Oh, the, oh, yeah. 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 To pray? the kneeling uh-huh. thing? Yeah. 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 Now, this I remember. July 2012. Gangnam Style became the most watched video ever. You remember when you first saw that video? I do. I busted out laughing. Nick showed it to me. Something, I don't remember what, we were having a bad day or got some bad news or something like that, and Nick just goes, here, watch this. (laughs) And I watched it, I'm like, what in the hell is this? And I laughed my ass off. I thought it was was hilarious. Uh, But it became the most watched video ever. And who knew I'd be a fan of K-pop years after? It was the first video to ever reach a billion views on YouTube. How about that? And that happened. And what's he doing now? He's with Jeremy Lin. July 2012. He probably cashed in. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, December 2012. Remember this? People actually thought that the world would end. Yes. It was the, the Mayan calendar. Oh, yes. And there it's were a big people thing. that were convinced it was all going to go. Whatever was going to happen was going to happen. We were going to blow up or everybody was just going to drop dead. They or just knew it. And to quote Homer Simpson, if the minds were so smart, how come they're dead? Yeah. yeah. Hey, um, did we do confessions that time? I think we did just in anticipation of it, yeah. allowing you to get what off your chest or whatever you felt you needed to. I think a guy called and said he helped somebody bury a body, and the cops were like, um, <gasps> That's Hello. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the Pine Barrens. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Remember? He was a kid, and uh-huh. he didn't know exactly what was going on, but that was pretty much, that, that's what he had thought, and then the yeah. police contacted us. I think he had phrased it, I think I helped the guy bury yeah. a body. That's right. I forgot about that. that was crazy. You know how sometimes you're not sure if you've buried a body. Yeah. Uh, if you want to, you know, uh, get a, get a look at prophecy, uh, a humorous look at prophecy, just go on Wikipedia and search uh, times that people thought the world would end. Oh yeah. And you will see an unending list of of when supposedly prediction of the, of the end of the earth was going to happen. The prognosticators are have been around forever. Forever. And uh, the thing is, they are seldom held accountable. That's right. No one ever goes, hey, dude, you said this. Yep. And They're they, just on to making new predictions. They usually have some sort of an excuse, and, and they move on to the next one. <sighs> All right, here's another uh, viral sensation. February 2013 brought us the Harlem Shake. Oh, oh my God. That's we did another that. one. We, yeah, did, we did one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, it was, yeah, it was the thing for a little while. And uh, that was predicated on an actual dance. I don't even remember. Uh, or is it our version of uh, Gangnam Style? It says here, the video usually began with a lone person dancing in a room full of seemingly oblivious onlookers. And then once the beat drops, cutting into an entire group joining the dance and going nuts in the most ridiculous way possible. But it doesn't explain the origin. All right. And I think uh, let's see. In April of 2013, everyone learned the cup song from Pitch Perfect. Now you can do this. Yeah, probably. I you learned used to be it. able to. I would have to go back and watch. You've it lost again. it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I don't. Oh my I god. Don't, I don't remember the pattern, no. but I had it down pat. I could do it. No do, problem. Do we have the audio of that case? I think so. I was. You know, it sorry, I was looking was a, for cups. <laughs> it was a uh, 1931 song. That's how no. old. Yeah, and it just became the, uh, the Harlem Shake. The movie. No. no, not Harlem Shake. No, we moved the on to cups. Oh, the cup song was? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Cup song was, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. It was When I'm Gone, it yeah. says here a version of the 1931 Carter family song, When I'm Gone, usually performed a cappella, not cappella, uh, with a cup used to provide percussion as in the cup game. So, why does that sound weird? It's so slow. It's from the movie. It's like you from yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> 
Make it stop. Yeah, we need to stop. Here, we got it from the movie if you want that one. Is when she's doing the audition? Yeah. No, I don't want a cup. I can't do it anymore. I got my ticket for the long way round. Now that sounds bad. What is going on here? I have it in my iTunes. You want it? We are Legion. We are Legion. We are Legion. You shall refer to us as Legion. And now we do the cup song. I got a ticket for a cup. No, I can't do it anymore. Give me a cup. I'll try to relearn it later on. I want to be in your acapella group. Uh, let's see. In these are things that happened in the uh, over the decade. Somebody pointed out the decade's not over till next. The year. fat lady yeah. sings. Whatever. It's the, the 2020s start yeah, next year. Exactly. Yeah. Knock it off. So in March of 2014, quit harshing our buzz. An airplane disappeared. Uh, I remember that Malaysia Airlines. Yeah, and it's still a mystery as to what happened. Uh, well, it crashed in the ocean, and the That's ocean is big and deep. That's what happened. Yeah, yeah. I, sometimes you can't. But we we tend to think with the incredible amount of technology that we have that you know that uh, it, it surely will get it or find it at some point. But uh, every not, every now and then, something reminds something, you of just how gigantic yeah this world is. Now, in you know. Uh, in relativity, it's it's small, but but to us as human beings, it's a big place, and sometimes you just can't find things that are missing. Yeah, we tried to dig a hole to China one time. Oh man, <laughs> it's, how it's, long did you work on that? An entire week, at least, maybe. Two did weeks. they welcome you warmly when you arrived? We didn't make it past like oh, 10 damn feet. <laughs> uh, welcome. Yeah, there was a. a you way, come from Adelco. <laughs> <laughs> there was a follow-up search uh, last year in January 2018 that also uh, ended without success after yeah. six months. I mean, they they tried again and yeah. they tried several times and it never got found so it. crazy that CNN. I remember there was a clip of them hypothesizing that there was a wormhole. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> was it? No, in in July. <laughs> July to August of uh, 2014, everyone uh, started doing the ice bucket challenge. Yeah, I did. We all did that, right? Yeah, yeah. and that dude, it. That water's cold. It was. I hated it. I mean, I you know, I, I had fun doing it, but when yeah. it hit me, I was like, no. The gentleman who sparked the whole thing passed the other day. Passed yeah. away. Yeah. yeah. He. Uh, in fact, I've got that information right here. Who he was? He didn't. He was part of it. Uh, he wasn't the one who kicked the whole thing off, but he's the one that uh, that apparently got it taken to another level. He was a former baseball player, um, and I, I had. What's I, that? Pete Freitz is his name. Yeah, there yeah. you go. I think my favorite ice bucket challenge occurred right in our own parking lot. It was Brittany Taylor, right? Oh. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, remember she yeah. did that? Oh, oh yeah, I, yeah, I did that with her, yeah. The ice bucket challenge began in 2014 when pro golfer Chris Kennedy challenged his wife's cousin, Jeanette uh, Sinertia, whose husband had ALS. <clears throat> and then uh, ALS patient Pat Quinn of Yonkers, New York, picked up on it and started huh. it started its spread. But when Pete Freitz and his family got involved... That's when it exploded on social media. It had such a mm-hmm. wide-reaching um, response that they... Tra- yeah, in the video right now, is playing in the studio. It's Brittany in the parking lot who did it. I would say this. Uh, that caused an onslaught after of people trying to catch that heat. I yeah. remember being in a promotions meeting, and uh, one of the salespeople was like, hey, can we do something to replicate the ice bucket challenge? And, <laughs> and I was like, no. No. No, we, we can try. Can, this we, is- can we recreate the success of the polio vaccination? Right, exactly. <laughs> 
A, this is for a great cause, and we don't need to be ripping that off. You yeah. know what I mean? And let's keep the focus on trying to save these people's lives with that. And uh, sure, hey, we can come try to come up with something viral. Let's do something viral. Right. It's so easy to say that, right? Let's do this that's viral. It'll just take off. Let's do something like uh, the Gangnam Style thing. Right, exactly. So that happened in 2014. Then we move on to 2015. In February, the Internet had a heated debate over address. Oh, That's right. God almighty. The, That's... Blue, the blue or No, it was gold. white and gold. White and gold? It wasn't blue and black. It was white and gold. No, it was white and blue. <laughs> and oh, then, there, there yeah. lies the battle. Oh, okay. Exactly. There what it was. Yeah, Kathy, it was between those okay, those two okay. shades. So, uh, and I, then we had we had in short order, we had three things, like two or three things right after that. A couple other things. Yeah, I always saw it blue uh, and and uh, black or whatever it was, but I didn't see the gold. Uh, so anyhow, but that was uh, that was... That was a big deal. That really took off. Then there was Laurel and Yanni. You remember that one? Yeah, the yeah. great comedy team. Laurel and Yanni. Yeah. What do you hear? Do you hear Laurel or do you hear Yanni? You don't remember For that? what? Vaguely. Oh, man. It was, it was a, piece a piece of, of audio. audio. Yeah. Uh, Laurel or Yanni? Yeah. Um, we, we have it, I'm sure. All right. While you're looking for that, that same Let's month, go inside, Laurel. These are uh, these are moments that we forgot about that took place during the decade. Um, February 2015, Apple released racially diverse emojis. Uh, they started adding skin tone uh, to the emojis. Uh, so that was one of the things you may have forgotten about. In February 2016, Leonardo DiCaprio finally won an Oscar. It was for The Reverend. Yeah. For the, wow. So. Um, Revenant. Yeah. Did I say it wrong? No. You said Reverend. I said Revenant. Okay. All right. Not Revenant. I heard Laurel. That's I heard Yanni. <laughs> That's weird. I thought I said Revenant. Well, we can play it back. We, we can play it back. Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah. Let's just go past it. I like it. Uh, so that was uh, February 2016. May of that year, 2016, Harambe became oh. an internet <sighs> phenomenon. What a thing. Mm-hmm. So he, he uh, what, the kid fell in the uh, gorilla enclosure and they threw a grenade to the gorilla? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he picked it up and yeah, ate it yeah, before yeah. it exploded. He'll eat it and then he'll blow up and the kid will be safe. But Come again, on, eat it, the yeah. hand grenade. Yeah. Again, the only video. <laughs> Put the hand grenade in the banana and throw it in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Harambe. People were freaking out. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, because you only remember the the gorilla kind of like hovering over the child, yeah. looking like that it was protecting him. And then you end up seeing the footage of him, you know, dragging the kid through the pond and stuff like that. Okay. All right. Well, maybe this thing isn't as um, gorilla, nurturing and caring. It's like, what the F? Yeah. I mean, you, you, you got me living in this dump anyway. Yeah. Keep yeah. your kids out of it. Yeah, exactly. They shoot him. Is that what happened? Oh yeah, yeah. With a machine gun, with, which I thought was a little bit overkill. Uh, that's and, and there were families actually gathered around. All right, everybody, watch. Uh, July of 2016, the world went crazy over Pokemon Go. That's when that hit. That's still going on, believe it or not. It yep. is. It is. But it was. It was funny because you could spot them all over the place. People that were playing at the time, yeah. driving in your car, and you could see them holding the phone up, moving around in, in areas that it didn't make sense for them to be in. You're like, they're playing Pokemon Go. I, I told you I was on Germantown Avenue, and I saw our listener Mel walking around with her phone out. Like, Pokemon Go? Yes. Yeah. She still plays it. Yep. Uh, in October of 2016, the Vine app shut down. That was that long ago. Yeah. Wow. Vine was a big thing. Actually, Vine, I just recently joined TikTok. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, TikTok is what I thought 
I, I thought Vine, uh, TikTok was going to be like Vine. It's a little bit different, but um, that was kind of a revolution. Yeah, so before TikTok, it was Vine, and Vine had six-second videos. Wait, and chat- TikTok's not just for kids? I thought that was a Oh, my God, no. No, no. So so, uh, uh, here's my experience on TikTok so far. It's a lot of um, uh, uh, sort of attractive high school and college girls dancing to snippets of hip-hop songs and muscle dudes uh, doing curls. Wait, well, you must be able to put an age limit on it or something. Because because I have it for Jason. It's all little kid stuff. I, I just, I'm well, just looking at the regular feed that just comes through. It's so, both. Yeah. I mean, you, you can tailor it for kids, for sure. So, is that what it is? Is there an age limit? Well, it started off as Musical.ly, which was uh, often used by kids. And so, I don't know if you have an age restriction, but if you, you know, it's like when you watch a bunch of YouTube videos, it'll suggest other YouTube videos for you to watch if, you, if okay. you're in one TikTok okay. vein. So, yeah. maybe we're in the, the kid. Okay. Exactly. Well, yeah. Also, He's a kid, so he probably just wants to follow other kids. Yeah, yeah. that's the way yeah. my daughter yeah. is. So she's been on that for a little while. Apparently, I did say Reverend. So sorry, Casey. <laughs> it's okay. So, a, lot, a lot of texts are coming. In. That's all right. I, I just, thought I said Revenant. Um, you're you're kind of damned if you do and damned if you don't. You're like, all right, do I say anything or do I not say anything? Because <laughs> people are going to hear. You know what I mean? Like. Sometimes we let mistakes slide, and sometimes yep. we don't. No, I was pretty confident that yeah. I said Revenant, so that's why I said, no, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. Uh, January 2017, millions attended the Women's March, uh, and apparently it was the largest single-day demonstration in U.S. history. It was a blast. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, it was right after uh, Trump's presidency. Millions of people took to the streets of Washington and other cities to protest, and that was the largest demonstration in U.S. history. Uh, the Washington March alone had 500,000 people in attendance, but there were um, over 5 million people in over 600 marches. May to June 2017, everybody was playing with fidget spinners. Oh, my oh God. My. Yeah. Freaking yeah. fidget spinners. Well, we, had, we had like five or six in the studio. Yeah, and they were expensive at first, man. Like you, you know, and There were only a couple of places you could get them in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like, now they, they just give away his job. <laughs> yeah, Learning Express and stuff. Well, so my son had wanted this thing. We had never heard of it before, and... So we, you know, we told my mother, okay, this is something you can get him for Christmas. And she gets back. And this was well before it took off. This yeah. was like six months before it took off. And she goes, we ordered this thing. We had to order it from China or Japan or something. I don't know. I forgot where she told me. And they got it in the mail. And you're like, are you sure he wants this? <laughs> it's like, it's really small. There's nothing to it. And he actually yeah. wanted it. We were like, yeah, this is what he wants. He got it immediately. I'm like, what is that? Well, then they had the- And then several months later. Everybody, had everyone them. had them, and, and then, they, then they started taking them away. And oh yeah, yes, right. They were taking because they, they were so distracted. The ones they, the last iteration I remember would light up when you spun them. Yeah, yeah they had all yeah. kinds of versions of them. Eventually, I we we have a graphic here in the studio, and and it um there was uh it looks like um subtitles underneath, and I got to say that I feel the same way as the, the subtitle. Uh, it, it's it was supposed to be like um for like stress. Yeah, I felt more stress spinning that thing than I did not before. You know, I don't know what it was about it, but it actually agitated you. Yeah, because I thought it was harder to spin it with one hand, and that was the kind of like the idea is like, oh, you, you hold it in between your finger and I thumb. Felt you felt inferior. Yeah. I felt the opposite. I, I felt uh, kind of soothed, and it yeah. was sort of like that. mindless, and, and yeah. it would take my mind off of any distractions. What I did like is uh, the gyroscopic effect of it. So yeah. if it was spinning and you started to move it, you would feel the resistance of the uh, yeah. For sure, yeah. I like I'm that. a simple-minded man. That little like activity square that we used to have. Uh-huh. Somebody cleaned the studio and got rid of all the stuff. So yeah, I don't know where it bitch. is, but um, I liked that. That was kind of stress relieving. Let's see. Do we like still that. have our dildos? 
Yes. Oh, wait, the fidget box? Yeah, like a little yeah. box, yeah. 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 yeah, you just kind of click it and yeah. put the switches and stuff like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, a few more things. It's already 7.50, so we got to move along. Um, August 2017, we had a total solar eclipse. Uh, October 2017, that's when the Me Too movement took off. It seems like it was longer ago. So the the flashpoint for that, Ronan Farrow, right? Yeah. Harvey Harvey Weinstein, Ronan Farrow, all these things hit. What what did you say the date was? Uh, It was October 2017. We were at the camp out when we got the news that Matt Lauer, I mean, main staple, main anchor of the Today Show was fired. Who was the first uh, main celebrity to make it uh, as popular as it became? Like uh, on Twitter or whatever? I think it would be... Harvey Weinstein. No, well, no I mean, Cosby, the, no? The wo- no, no, no. The woman, because somebody tweeted oh, out. Uh, was, Ro- was it Rose? No, mm-hmm. it was, uh, f- or was it Rose McGowan? Rose McGowan, Rose McGowan or um, Alyssa uh, Milano? For, yeah, Alyssa Milano, okay. who I was thinking of. Um, oh. One of those two. Were, they were they were both instrumental in, in um, getting huh, that movie. Right. All right, anyhow, a couple more things. Uh, January, these are, by the way, these are uh, things that we totally forgot that happened. It's a busy-ass decade. <clears throat> January 2018, there was a false missile warning in Hawaii. Oh, oh my yeah. God. That's right. That was terrifying. I think yeah. we have the audio. Do we have the audio of that? Maybe. We might. I don't know, but it was, uh, they, they said, thought there was an incoming ballistic missile threat. People? Needless to say, because this is the time we're having uh, little dust-ups with North Korea. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you've got this uh, this nation, this part of our nation yeah. way out there in the Pacific that could easily be a target. And and it's a you know is it's a military uh, institution as well there with it with several a whole different bunch bases. of stuff. Yeah, it was, so you know, I could see why they would have taken that very seriously. Uh, May 2018, there was another royal wedding. Uh, this time was uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Uh, and in October of 2018, a Banksy painting self-destructed. That was pretty awesome. <laughs> that was pretty wild. And the actual, the frame ate sort of just, mm. uh, was it a paper shredder, basically? Yeah. And then we're up to this year, and there's only a couple of things on this this year of things you may have forgotten about. Most diverse class of lawmakers in history was sworn into Congress. And in April, we got the first ever photo of an actual black hole. So these these are kind of offbeat or things that you may just have not remembered that took place in the last 10 years. So Marissa actually put together this awesome decade of WMMR challenges. It's going to go up on the website, but it's basically all the things that we have done in the last decade, including the ice bucket challenge. Remember the mannequin where you would stay still and the the uh, camera would kind of just weave through the room? Oh, oh that yeah. freaking thing. Cold My water challenge, Harlem shake. Uh, I almost always hate every one of these things. But I do but we did. We did. We did them because we're, we're we're whores. So it's a it's a huge list, and she's gonna uh, post it on the website. But it's pretty cool. I love that. Well, uh, people are texting, and it was Rose McGowan, Steve. That, okay, uh, that kind of got the ball rolling. And uh, somebody said, "When did Julie Jerkoff happen?" <laughs> Julie Jerkoff was <laughs> last year. It was a couple of years. Now we have that on you, don't we? A couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Julie Jerkoff. Julie. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, uh, and that is just one of the lists that I have for you. We're going to have many more as uh, as we approach the end of our broadcast year. We'll be. Uh, by the way, we'll do next week. We'll do the uh, Christmas miracle, and then we have a broadcast from here back in the studio, and then we're done for the end of the year. So How about that? We got to get this that. stuff I in know. now. I know we absolutely do. I mean, because the world's going to end. All right, and Julie Jerkoff, forgive me, Kirkoff. All right. <laughs> Forgive me. That was a wonderful moment. (laughs) We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a moment. I got... Case, can I... um... (laughs) (laughs) Is it a Halloween special? (laughs) I don't know. Uh, oh, maybe a Christmas. Once again, I go. This happened earlier. I hit a button and then I then I 
push the fader up slowly, <laughs> and music is supposed to arrive. And that was a that was a Springfield Mitsubishi commercial. Yeah, oh. unfortunately, I have to run everything uh, on a hot key now because what I didn't do earlier was uh, take this out of uh, uh, live assist, and everything ran. So oh. That only, that's, yeah, that's great. for me. All right, so we're going to take a break. We'll come back in just a moment. So you're going to hit the little button, do yeah. hickeys? Yeah, do the hickey. All right, we'll come back with the uh, B-Files. Stay with us. We'll be right back. <laughs> Here's your shot, podcasters. We know that you know the show better than anyone. So if you would like to win a pair of tickets to the Christmas Miracle Broadcast, email your name, age, and phone number to podcast at WMMR.com. We'll be contacting the winners early next week, so don't delay. And really, thank you so much for listening. We love you guys. I would like to invite you to join us next Thursday if you're a diehard Preston and Steve fan and you think you know a thing or two about this particular radio program because we have a little thing called the Christmas Miracle Live broadcast. And it is for longtime fans of the show who have been with us and have, have, think that they are aficionados because it is a trivia-based contest about our program. We want to reward you for being such a great listener, and we do appreciate you uh, being on board for as long as you have been. So if you're at least 21 years of age... And you can join us next Thursday morning, one week from today, starting at 6 a.m. at Parks Casino in Ben Salem. We'll take six callers, starting with caller number 14. So 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, and 19. Those are the callers we're going to take, and we will put you in the audience. You can bring a friend. They have to be at least 21 years of age, as do you. And they will not go in the drawing to be in the contest, but that doesn't mean that they can't win stuff. It's a Miller Lite and Ugly Sweater edition, so wear, your Mil- wear any ugly sweater, and Miller Lite's got prizes that we can give away. We have various other things that we're going to give out to the audience. There, there was a ton of stuff. So not even, even if you so you can play the game if you're selected, but everyone in the audience is going to have more than enough opportunity to win prizes. Yep. Uh, we'll be broadcasting morning all night, a whole morning long from <laughs> it's the hard, ex- site center. It is hard. <laughs> Uh, and there will be pre-parties and specials and seats to the event that you can win at each one of these uh, Miller Lite ugly sweater pre-parties. So uh, check the website for details, WMMR.com. All right, we're going to do uh, the Bizarre File. Here we go. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre File. Brought to you this morning by Robbins Diamonds and Tax-Free Delaware with thousands of rings and self-serve cases and absolutely no sales tax versus 8% tax in Philly. Robbins Delaware Diamonds, a subway worker, meaning the restaurant. Oh, okay. okay. Robbed her own store and said that it was to teach a fellow employee a lesson. Wow, that's cool. Police said employees told them that a man and woman robbed the store but fled before officers arrived. Investigators learned two employees were inside the store and a customer was at the drive through window uh, when power to the business shut off. And that's when a masked woman entered the store, jumped on the counter, and verbally and physically threatened two employees. The woman also ordered one of the employees to get rid of the customer at the drive through window. While the suspects took both employees to the back of the store, a customer escaped by running to her vehicle. And one of the employees said they recognized the voice of Lorena Marin, a co-worker. No, no, it's not me. While investigating the robbery... I swear to God, Lou, you're so... Stu- I mean, uh, mister, you're so stupid. An officer was flagged down by someone who saw a white Kia Optima parked across uh, suspiciously in the area. Officers located and stopped it, and they found Marin and Angelo Ray Espinoza in the car. Marin allegedly told police 
She was involved in the robbery uh-huh. and indicated that she wanted to teach one of the employees a lesson about what could happen late at night in that part of town. Now, is this in the subway handbook it on how be. to train your employees? Stage a robbery. Yeah. Uh, and I don't even think she was a manager or anything. She was just a coworker. Well, listen, she wants to. She maybe she wants to be manager. She and thought she might get a promotion if she staged a robbery. She's management material. Yeah. Uh, they're both being held without bond. Oh, they didn't believe the no, story. They didn't buy it. Believe it or not. Well, you may think you know someone with truly deadly farts, but has that gas ever killed insects? Forty-eight year old. I'm wondering. Yeah. Case, what do you think? I've probably killed a few bugs. Uh, 48-year-old Joe Ramaria from Uganda says a company has launched a study into the chemical properties of his farts because they actually kill mosquitoes. He claims that no one in his home village has ever contracted malaria because his gas can kill insects, instincts within a six-mile radius. This seems scientifically irrefutable. <laughs> yeah. That, uh, he's actually stopped his entire village from becoming sick because of his farts. Uh, the claim about him popped up around uh, the internet on Monday. There's a there's a picture. I hate not to go off on a track. I'm sure you've seen it, where there's this woman walking in some village, and she's got fl- flies. No, she's wearing like yoga like yoga type pants encrusted in her oh. ass. Yeah, in her ass. Yeah, flies. Yeah, they're just. It's a it's a picture that's made the rounds. It'll make you vomit. Oh, I just thought I'd bring that. it up in case you wanted to use it as a Christmas card. <laughs> By the way, the two companies reportedly studying the gas. His gas were not identified, and his claims could not be verified as of yet. But we'll we'll keep an eye on you on that for you in case it's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm betting not. I'm guessing not. Uh, honestly, who's allowed to bring a machete to work these days? A Taco Bell employee at an Austin, Texas location of the chain was arrested on Sunday after he allegedly swung an 18-inch machete at a drive through customer's vehicle. The story goes that the 21-year-old named Samuel uh, Hemet got frustrated after the customer said he was having trouble hearing him through the speaker. And that was enough to attack him with a machete? I guess he was having a day. Huh. He allegedly swung his weapon at the customer's truck, hitting the driver's side mirror twice. <laughs> Uh, now, when you walk in to work with a machete, doesn't somebody say something? <laughs> you would think so. Hey, Lou, what's the machete for? Yeah. Hemet was arrested and charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, by the way. Oh, it's Taco Bell. Here's another robbery story. A man with bandages on his face robbed a central Peoria auto parts store on Monday, taking more than $150. The mummy-like bandit <laughs> went into the auto zone, displayed a handgun, and demanded money. The clerk... Asked the robber if he was joking when he did it. <laughs> was his head completely bandaged up? I think it was, Steve. Wow. I, th- I think it was like gauze, and he wrapped it around his head because they keep indicating that he looked like a mummy. Did he flee like the classic Universal monster, the mummy? Uh, <laughs> Very slowly dragging a foot. Lumbering out of the out of the auto zone. Uh, but uh, the apparently the man said no. He wasn't joking. No, I'm not joking. And again demanded I'm, money. I'm a little insulted. Uh, the man... <laughs> By the way, uh, this is a stage robbery to teach you how to be more secure. Uh, the employee, they didn't appreciate me over at the subway. The employee handed over the, all the money in the register, and then the thief ran out the door, and no one was injured in the incident. Mm. What was the best one you ever saw? The guy who went in as a tree? Do you remember that? Uh, I, a- I liked There was a guy who just who d- d- sharpied his face. <laughs> oh, yeah. To disguise himself. That was just, a great one. <laughs> scribbled all over his face and thought it would disguise himself. Uh, They're calling this guy the Mummy Marauder. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, Steve. Nick has a picture on his monitor oh, yeah, here if you want to see it. Not only that, he also has really bad dreadlock 
uh, wig on. And, oh my god! Oh no! You're gonna oh, die! No. Oh, oh dude, you're oh, gonna, oh, gonna oh, die! He's so sorry. He's sorry. Trey's gonna die. Hold on, Trey Thomas just walked in the studio. Very big and bold. <laughs> his arms are folded across his chest. All right. I hear y'all back here talking about me. You know, I thought it was all bees with family. My bad. You know, I, I said the word word make its way down to you. Yeah, yeah. He's actually doing a mea culpa on air. I go on Twitter and I'm like, oh, oh, they talk about my, me having a couple of wings. A couple? Well, you know. Yeah, it was, it was a, maybe a few. Yeah, the yeah. bro so said it was a plateful. It may have been. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't know, you know. So, and then next thing I know, I, there's a company-wide email that goes out. And I had to tell the missus, like, babe, they have sent the email on me about me having some ways. You know what I'm saying? My bad. I'm sorry. You got to hear back the story because Preston relayed how he comes out. So, so here's the deal. Yeah. I, I, I was talking about this earlier. If you're just tuning in, you missed it. Trey Thomas <laughs> works at the Fanatic, our sister station. We had food set out in our in our Xfinity lounge. Yeah, it's uh, clients come by and they they bring us food and we talk about you know how it tastes. And it, Nick's got an appearance. It was Marchwood Tavern. They had these wings out there. I hadn't had any yet. I just see part of somebody. From my point of view, I can only see half of a human being out there. And I go, Marissa, did did you put out an email? That, you know, everybody could come down and eat. And she goes, no. So, <laughs> so I open the door and I go, I come out of the door like this. I go, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Clapping my hand. Who's eating my goddamn food? <laughs> and I turn around and there's a mountain standing there. In front of us. And I apologize. I'm my man. Did. I didn't know. You shook my hand. I'm sorry. It was all good. Yeah. And then... We're in a meeting later on, and Bill's like, I put an email out. I'm like, you put an email out? <laughs> and Preston's you face was like, do that. say what? <laughs> <laughs> but now, you know, my bad. It will not happen again. No, and the, and the But reason, the wings were very tasty. I enjoyed them. They were really them. good. Yeah, they were really good. But what's happened a few times, Trey, is that I've gone out there. I, I wait till later in the show to eat, and, and I go out there, and all the food's gone. And I'm like, man... I didn't, I didn't get, get to have any food. Plan. They bought it for us. So that's why I was kind of, I was like three quarters joking with the hey, 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 hey thing. And then, okay. But part of me was like, save some for me. Yeah, well, I just fun. said, you know, you and I see each other a lot in the morning. We ride up, have nice conversations. I don't know. He really likes me. I don't know what the story is. <laughs> You know, you want, you want, you keep talking about coming out to Keenan's and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I want to come hang out with you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah so. you guys hang out. Yeah, but we just, we just, we just. I'll buy you lunch. Yeah. <laughs> no, I will buy you lunch. You know, I, I owe you guys some wings. All right, but I'll see you guys. Thanks, Thanks for guys. coming in here. Trey Tom. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. That is so funny. <laughs> Dude, she was standing in the doorway. <laughs> Great. You had a legitimate look of, what the hell? <laughs> well, also, he stood up real tall and crossed his arms like this. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> oh, my God. He's such a nice guy, though. Oh, my God. That was funny. Uh, and that's a bizarre file. Yes. Right. Yeah. yeah, we're done with that. All right. Uh, why don't we take a break? Come back in a moment. Uh, Michael Rappaport is uh, scheduled. Is he here? He should be He's here. He's scheduled any to be minute. here. Should be here in a little bit. We're going to take a break and come back with that and more. Stay with us, friends. Here, Preston and Steve. You can see them too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. 
Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. People ask me all the time, what does this mean, I Hate Steven Singer? Well, maybe this is the reason. At my store, we don't play pricing games. We wouldn't treat our friends like that. We only have one price. One place, one price. Come to my store and feel the difference. You'll have fun buying a diamond for somebody you love. Steven Singer Jewelers. One place, one price. 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. And our flagship store at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. People ask me all the time, what does this mean, I Hate Steven Singer? Well, maybe this is the reason. At my store, we don't play pricing games. We wouldn't treat our friends like that. We only have one price. One place, one price. Come to my store and feel the difference. You'll have fun buying a diamond for somebody you love. Steven Singer Jewelers. One place, one price. 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. And our flagship store at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Their next guest is back in Philly to appear at Helium Comedy Club. He's got a show tonight and then two Friday and Saturday. And if you, uh, well, you've seen him in tons of movies. And if you've, uh, if you watch the show uh, Atypical on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Please welcome Mr. Michael Rappaport to the program. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Good to see you, sir. How you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Wonderful. Excited to be back in Philadelphia. Excellent. I saw you do the Rocky Steps. Did the Rocky Steps. I had to do it. You know, I've been here a few times, but I never got to properly do the steps. And I got to be honest, it it really really got in my soul. I got to be totally honest. You know, I've loved... That movie—that's my introduction to Philadelphia. Yeah, uh, uh, like I'm sure a lot of people that are aren't from here, and and you know I saw that movie when I was six years old, and uh, you know it was uh, it was it was the right time to do that. And I literally sort of in the dark. You go running. You did the full run. You did yeah. a good clip, and you, you get to the top. When we watch the movie, and it's funny now at the 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 original Rocky. And he turns around, the skyline looks completely different. Yeah. There's a lot more buildings. But for us, like when we had, you know, Carl Weathers in the studio and stuff like that. And, oh, and, yeah. I mean, that, for God's sakes, it's such a great movie. The it's crazy thing is, is when, so you're, good. when you run up the steps, you don't look weird. You don't, you know, because it's it's done several <laughs> times a day, right every out. single day. <laughs> yep. you, you kind of blend in. I think you look different and, and weird if you... Just walk. If you just walk, <laughs> right. you gotta like run off. Yeah. You gotta run off. I think you have a few feelings when you're doing it too, because you have the excitement initially when you're at the bottom of the steps and you're looking up, and then you start running and you realize it's higher up than I expected. More right. steps than it More looks steps. like in the movie. Yeah. yeah, that's what I said. I said I could understand why the first time he tried to run up him, he didn't make it. <laughs> yeah. He didn't know. Right. He underestimated the amount of steps, and then of course he he tried it again, which is the, the kind of the theme and then, of rock. Exactly. You get to the top, and it, there's this triumphant feeling, and yes. it, it does get inside you a little yes. bit. Yes. So it was it was it was cool, and it was you know getting me ready for for my shows at the helium comedy club and 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 i i feel i'm ready to rock the steps are kind of strangely spaced though i i don't know if you guys they're, know, they're designed there's... to f you up when you run up they have the little platforms it's like when i go when i go to a phillies game i go to the uh, the ballpark citizens bank park and, and any ballpark like mm-hmm. that when you're walking down the steps to get to your seats you have to decide, am I going to take yeah, one yeah. gigantic step, <laughs> yes. or am I going to take two little bitty steps yeah. on mm. the way down? You, and- you don't want to fall going up the steps. To, you certainly don't want to run up the rocky steps and trip. Yes, because <laughs> you look like a, like a dick. Yeah, that will look good. The, the comedy thing. Yep. So this is, you know, and uh, obviously I've loved your, 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 your film work and all throughout. There's so many movies. You've been in so many movies and, and shows that, I, that we all love. But um, I didn't realize you actually do have a, um, a, 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 a origins in comedy, stand-up yeah. comedy. Yeah. In fact, when your your mother, who is a, a, a broadcaster, radio personality yeah. in New York, 
She, when she got divorced and remarried, she remarried co-owner. Is this true? No, that's like a Wikipedia is, is, gets things confused. Because I got this from another thing. Yeah, my, my, uh, my, I used to hang around the improvisation, the improv comedy club with my sister, my half-sister's mom. It's a whole family thing. But I would go around the comedy clubs when I was a kid. And at that time, I was only focused on being uh, an NBA uh, basketball player. <laughs> uh, but it definitely, you know, later on, it, it, that and, and the fact that I uh, adored Eddie Murphy so much, uh, uh, you know, was what started me as a stand-up, which eventually got me into acting. But, yeah. it, was, but it was in there. So your stand-up was in there and in the, in the, in the main thing and then acting took over? Stand-up was, was what I wanted, what I thought I wanted to do. But as soon as I started acting when I was 19, 20, like, I was like, this is what I'm, I'm we, comfortable doing. You know, the long-standing um, sort of general accepted aspect of acting in comedy is that people who are really good at comedy, like, you know, like can become really good actors. It's a lot It's a lot harder to go the other way. Yeah. So I think you, and that's why mm. you've been such, I think, a really effective actor. You, you, you sort of have to have a, an understanding of uh, ways to... Get emotions out of people. Would that make sense to you? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I mean, I think I think they're both p- for, forms of uh, performing. You know, I think being a comedian, uh, you know, I, I think you're either funny or not funny. Yeah. Uh, uh, like you know, it's it's just either something you have or you don't have. And uh, uh, you know, fortunately, I think I, I you know, I, I you know, I, I know how to entertain. I'm definitely disruptive, and I, I'm definitely a trash talker. <laughs> and, and that's the you know what I'll be bringing to helium this weekend. But you know, I'm comfortable with both. And uh, you know I enjoy doing both, and I'm really excited and happy about you know you know starting to do stand up in the last year, and I, and obviously I'm excited to perform in front of the the, the rowdy uh, the crowd. <laughs> of yeah. You're a funny guy though. I mean, yeah. you, you, so you talk about the court that you legitimately are a funny guy, and uh, and so I think you know and, funny and, how. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, so how do I make you laugh? Yeah, right. like, use you. Yeah, uh-huh. no, I, I think it's it's kind of a shame that you're that you've had success in in acting and in, in comedy because I think. Right now, mm-hmm. you probably could play in the NBA for the Knicks. <laughs> I wouldn't say that's far fetched. I would. I'm not saying I should be a starter, but the Knicks at this point, yeah, off the I, bench, you can be like the fourth or fifth off the bench, no doubt. You, and I would have yeah. no problem doing the team, that, right? But I'm done with the Knicks. Yeah, oh, I'm officially. I'm officially. No, what? I will not support. Oh, I know I'm not. I'm done. You need, but that's like the Pope. The Pope would say, I'm done with, I mean, you are. No, I'm done with the Knicks. Really? I will not support this team until (laughs) James Dolan is not, is the owner. Is it it the 18 years of rebuild? It's all of it. Okay. It's, it's, I mean, listen, we have an owner who's in a blues band. (laughs) (laughs) Think about that. He's a singer in a blues band. Think about how ridiculous that sounds. (laughs) It's like something out of like a, like a bad, you know, comedy. The owner of the Knicks team is also a touring blue, like he's a beat. Look at this guy. I mean, James Dolan is in a blues band. I don't support the Knicks anymore. I'm tired of the rebuilding. I'm not trying. I'm a free agent. You're a free agent. I'm the Kawhi Leonard of fans. Okay. Well, okay. Right. Well, I've always been a Sixers fan. Yeah. From the Doc, Andrew Tony, World Be Free, George McGinnis, Daryl Dawkins, Bobby Jones, Billy Cunningham days to obviously the Moses and 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 Doc uh, when they when they put it all together to the AI. I've always loved Philly. Uh, you know, I, I'm I'm willing to you know listen. I'm okay. willing to listen because I'm finished with the Knicks. Well, I'm like, serious. Have they made you an offer? Yeah. No, they haven't made me an offer. I, I just went on the free agent fan market, but we'll give you. A one-year contract. Maybe we can sign yeah. you. Yeah, I'm a good fan. Yeah, Dude, yeah. Jesus, you'd be an awesome fan. I'd be, I know, I know. So we'll, I can't, I'm be honest, I'm not going to be an Eagles fan. That's a whole other conversation. That's we church understand. and state. Yeah. But with the Knicks, I'm I'm 
done supporting that team. Okay. Wow. All right. Now, I know I sense the passion. <laughs> you talk about your ability, and you basically, you are a master of trash talking. And yes. I, I see you pop up on different sports things yes. and so on and so forth, and, and, and you, you are really good at it. There, there's a fine line. What, what do people get right about trash talking, and what do people get wrong about trash talking? Oh, that's a good question. I think for me, you know, being mean spirited is not necessarily trash talk. Yeah, you know, for I me, agree. It, 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 it's 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 got to be it's got to be within the realm of of ball breaking. I hope I could say that on the radio. Yeah, yeah, and 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 a little absurd, a, a little absurd. Yeah, and I think if you're going to be a trash talker, you must start with yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so so I always poke fun at myself first to establish it. Sometimes that gets missed, but I think it, there's a difference between being uh, uh, you know mean and right. and and breaking chops. Right. And I'm I agree. definitely a chop breaker. Yeah. We I try not to be mean. I mean, I think it's a fine line. Sometimes you could step over it, and, and I'm cool with that. And, you know, I, I feel like if you're going to play this game, you know, you should also be able you, – you could apologize. Like, you know, you don't want to spit in faces. You want to step on toes sometimes, but spitting in faces is not what I'm I into. That's, okay. a good, that's a good That's yeah. a good phrase. I yeah. think a well-informed fan is the best uh, way to go. And we had I, – I can't remember which what the comedian's name was, but he lives in Minnesota, and he says – uh, he brings his son's uh, his son to games, but his he get, uh, there's the the rule is no cursing, uh-huh. right? But do your research, and and he does, and he'll you know before he goes to a game, whether it's you know yeah. baseball or basketball or whatever, he'll do the research on the opposing team. Oh, on players, and oh yeah, yeah trash, yeah, yeah, yeah. trash talk, trash. Your, yes. your, yeah, oh yeah. for sure, yeah. with, with yeah. knowledge, yeah. Yeah, 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 that's good too. Well, yeah. if you have if you have a clip uh, of Arsenal <laughs> loaded up, it's even better. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, By the way, I think the last time we had you in here was um, you were promoting the Tribe Called Quest documentary. No, yes. There was another time it you came, came in, in another time after. Yeah, but that. I, yeah, that was the first time I was up here, and I, I yep. remember we had a really good conversation about yep. that, and that was a, a pleasure to, to, to do that film. I got to see it since then, and, and I, as I told you, I thought it was really, Thank really you. well done. Thank Any you. plans for, for more directing like that? I would love to do another film. I, you know, I would love to do it. Yeah, I mean, the, the only group... Right now, that I would love to 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 do a documentary about is actually the Roots. You know, obviously they're Philly. I think their story should be told. You know, they're so prolific, and from where they came from, their influence, and then to the Fallon show, and you know, the fact that they're like a touring non. They're almost like the Grateful Dead of hip hop. Like they continue to tour. They just they're unbelievable. They just keep going, keep going, keep going. And 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 uh, I just I've, I've always been a big fan of theirs and their story. Preston had a uh, quasi drum off with uh, Quest Love here in the studio. Yeah, I play. So we we set up two drum kits in here and we jammed. It, it was that's cool. Great. Yeah, he's he's a good guy, man. Yeah, he's a really really good guy. I mean, yeah. obviously he's he's a, a sick drummer. I have a number of people texting in, and we were definitely planning on getting to this, but uh, the videos you make are great. Uh, <laughs> Most recently, the one that exploded is this moose fight video. <laughs> so crazy! It's a scream. I know. Uh, yes, you do know. No, it's it's crazy because you do these videos, and it took me thirty thirty seconds to do that video, literally. <laughs> and 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 you never know. I do videos all the time, and it's usually when I'm walking my dog. Yeah. And 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 I put them up, and and you never know. You just, I just put them up, and this thing's like a worldwide... Yeah. I'm going to play the audio for those people who may not have seen it yet. It's these two moose fighting in a suburban area, and there's two male moose that are locked their antlers, and they're going at it. But what Steve and I are amazed at is that the audio, if you've captured, it sounds like you're right there, man. Well, like you're standing next to these moose. I feel like an idiot because when I first heard the audio. You thought it was real? I thought it was legit no, because I, he's I, asking he like... Too, what, yeah, I, I did as well. It was Nick that pointed it out because I'd seen the cat 
you know, you, you do a couple, a couple of videos like this, <laughs> and and, uh, and then I go, of course, that's it. now I recognize the voice because I was laughing my ass off, yeah. but you, you nailed it. <laughs> so let, let me play this. These two, these two moose are fighting, and uh, and it's Michael doing the the commentary as if he's standing there watching it. Here we go. <laughs> oh, <laughs> ma, ma, come outside. There's a moose or a buffalo or some. <laughs> they're fighting. Where the fuck are you going? Ma! <laughs> Holy <laughs> This is some <laughs> National Geographic <laughs> Ma, call a <laughs> cop to the ASPCA. <laughs> There's animals fighting in the front lawn. <laughs> oh, <laughs> So funny! Oh my god! So that one got That's me. Great. And and then I, I've been watching the ugly cat videos for yeah. a while. Yeah. And you sort of now have a bit of a relationship with that ugly cat. Is that right? I haven't met the cat. The cat's name is Wilfred Warrior. It's, he's in London. Okay. Um. But it yeah, has like, the, like the, a thyroid thing. Where it's he's got something. He's got out. bad eyes and and caca, <laughs> bad teeth. But uh, a very sweet cat. Uh, but same thing. I did the video, and I, I, I just oh. they have on a, a take a life of its own. But you know, he's a cute cat, and and the owners get a kick out of it. Right. It, so they tweet out these or, or put on Instagram these videos of this cat, and then uh, <laughs> it's just hilarious to me that there's that's what that's the best of what the Instagram can do. What what social media can be. Yeah. It, it's not. It, it's just fun. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, and like I said, I never know how it's going to be perceived or taken. But sometimes these videos will just go. Into like super viral mode, and, and it's, it's, it's so hilarious, fun. though, Michael. When they say and we talked about it earlier, like, hey, maybe we can do something. You, you, there's. We've had people come in who are supposed. To, we're going to hear from some experts on how to get viral traction. No one knows how to do that. It either happens or it doesn't. You can take your best swing, but you know, and and your stuff caught on. You know, yeah, it's funny. Uh, I, I like it. It's like it's like a. A whole other thing that some people know me for, and 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 it's just uh, it's a, it's funny to me. I, I enjoy it. So you've been doing the stand up. Who who comes? Uh, describe the audience that comes to see you. I mean, what, what are they? What are they mostly fans of? Because you know, the, the, the stand up is a newer aspect of you. Yeah, it, it, they're they're all over the, the board. You know, some fans love me um, uh, from from uh, sports stuff. Yeah. Some fans have just seen me as an actor for years. And you're on you're at Howard a lot. Right? Yeah, I'm yeah. on the Stern Show. Yeah. And uh, uh, there's a, uh, always a handful of, uh, of Real Housewives fans because I love the Real Housewives, <laughs> and, and they, I have a, a like a, a you know like I'm in that world because yeah. I, I love those shows so much. You, you oh look at them and like love, Dude. love, oh my god, adore. What is it about it? <laughs> to me, it's like it's like soap operas. Like I just love it. I think it's. The most entertaining television uh, we have, uh, uh, you know, and and I love reality TV at all, but uh, across the board. But I don't know why we haven't made the Real Housewives of Philadelphia what? yet. So it's in the works. It's in the works. Oh, yeah. There's really? a girl, yeah. There's a PR rep that brings some of our guests in, and um, she's selling it. And apparently, uh, somebody, a network, is is now involved with it. But they shot like a sizzle reel or you know a, a pilot for it, and it's it's um, not Philly, but it's main the main line. Have you ever done the Andy Cohen? Oh, he's... all the time. Yeah, all the real. Watch what happens live. I, I, I'm. That's why when you say people come because yeah, they they know me from that because I I to me it's like it's almost like sports for women, <laughs> but but at the end of the day it's like they're like soap operas. Yeah, they're like soap operas, and I just find them very entertaining. I don't judge them. I like I love the shows. I I, I have no people legs. belittle them. I think it's dope. Listen, <laughs> I am a huge I am a huge fan. 
of Hallmark Christmas movies. <laughs> Everything in my DNA says I should think they're crap, and I adore them. I don't. I know they stink, and yet I love them. I, and I, you see, you'll even say you know they stink. I don't think the housewives stink. Like I'm a, I'm like a real fan. I watched. Oh my with, God. Uh, I, I watched the Jersey one. Uh, that's when that was, the first, that was the first one, right? No, I don't think that was the, oh, no, the, the real, first real one. Orange oh, County. Orange County. Yeah. Right. yeah, but I watched that. My wife started watching it, and then you know a lot of times what your spouse watches, you end up watching. And I got into it. Like, I, uh, you know, I definitely had um, my favorites and least favorites, and, and I enjoyed it. And we watched it every week for, for a while there. I don't even know if that particular one's still on. Oh, anymore. it's still on. I was oh, watching was it? it last night, Casey. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I saw it last night. All right, wow. so if you're just tuning in, it's Michael Rappaport who's here, and he's going to be at Helium Comedy Club tonight and through the weekend. So I have, I have a question. So, so you love these shows. Do you like the people? I don't judge them. I, I, okay. I look at them like characters, and and but th- th- their pain is my pleasure. <laughs> so I don't want the housewives all buttoned up, and and I want them nutty. Yeah. But I'm nutty. Yeah. I don't. I'm not trying to be anything. You know, like I'm 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 whacked out of my tree also. So I have no problem with it. Like I I I, I really like I'm a fan. Like I truly. That's like wow. what I watch. It's sports. And housewives, and then there's other various shows and, and films and streaming and stuff like that that I do. But it's sports and housewives definitely. Uh, so, top. so who would you fanboy out over the most from Ooh. the Real Housewives shows? Probably uh, the great uh, and recently retired uh, uh, hailing from New York, the great Bethany Frankel, Bethany who I consider Frankel. the Michael Jordan of housewives. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But there's Jordan. a bunch of them. Every oh, time I've the met greatest. them, I'm excited to to, to meet them. <laughs> who who's, who pisses you off the most? It's got to be a villain. Who's your who's your villain? Uh, probably Kenya Moore from Atlanta. She's the one that drives me the, the, the crazy. You know your stuff, man. <laughs> you know yeah. All of them. Oh no, I stuff. deep dive in it. Like I could talk. <laughs> like I deep dive. I, I'm all in. so. Definitely, Housewives fans show up to my shows, uh, and and like I said, I I do some stuff on reality TV because I'm very passionate about. I it. love it. God. I love that. Okay, so so given your choice, uh, you are able to go to the NBA championship final seventh oh, game man. that night, or an All Star reunion. Uh, live event of the uh, now. The come on now. I, I know I, it's I, like I, picking I, your favorite I, child. No, it is no. Could, without 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 a doubt. Game seven period, right. but I would I would consider if I could try to squeeze in both. Yeah. Like I would be like, is there an Uber, or a train? Like if I sprint, can I get can I get to both? But it would definitely be, it would definitely be a, a, an NBA game or an NFL game or even a prize fight. But 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 it would after sports it would be you know what we were we, we've been seeing on Instagram these these uh, uh, Frank uh, Grillo and uh, Brian Callen and Stallone throws these boxing parties you you've worked with you worked with Stallone and Copland yes you got to get invited have you seen these parties yes you I, get I've seen those parties and and I'm good you know I had my my moments and time working with Stallone on Copland were so perfect for what they were supposed to be. I, I, you know, like for me, the people that are like, I'm that mean that much to me, I don't want to be friends with them. I kind of like to keep it at a distance. You know, he was so generous with all my Rocky questions and all yeah. my Rocky trivia. And, <laughs> you know, we did lines from every single Rocky film. I would do Rocky lines and he would do Adrian lines. Like, so That's I awesome. had my time with him. And, you know, if I got invited, of course I would go. But, like you know, like there's certain people that like I just like to keep. Like, I hear you. You know, I you like I like to... the message and not so much knowing you know much more about them. Like so you, I know you 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 want to keep them a little bit on the perch, and I understand yeah. that. Yeah, you know, because they they mean so much to you. We we had uh, uh, Frank Stallone in here, and he was. 
He's a character too, man. A yeah. lot, a lot of stories. But yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure with Frank. But yeah, I mean, you know, I, I've seen the pictures of that, uh, and and I know some of those guys. So I'm, I'm sure it would be fun. But I'm cool with you know just. Just having my fandom. I got you. I'm going to bring yeah. up Atypical. I, so I, it's on the third season. I've watched the first two. I'm in the middle of the third season. Mm. Um, and I didn't know Bridget <laughs> Lundy Payne. Yeah. She's so funny. She's really funny. I didn't know her before this. Um, this is kind of her big thing. Yeah. She, the girl plays my daughter. She's great on the show. The, both those kids are, are excellent. It's a series about uh, so uh, the, the kid on the on this the, the spectrum. Yeah, correct? the kid on the spectrum. Right. And, and, you know, the family is sort of a dysfunctional family. Who's figuring out? Yeah, I mean, like every family is dysfunctional, right. and we're figuring out, and he's figuring out how to, you know, navigate uh, through life. Uh, and we are as parents with with a son with uh, autism, and and uh, people love this show. It's a good show. Yeah. It really is a genuine show. It resonates <sighs> with people in an emotional way, and I'm very proud of Atypical. Yeah, so. it's real. I, I love it. Do Thank you, you. Just, so with Netflix, do you just bang it out? You film the whole season, and then that's that. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, we we film the season. And this season, uh, season three, ten episodes, um, and you know, you just you knock it out, and 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 hopefully we'll be back for season four. I, I think the show deserves it. The response has been great, uh, and it's gotten bigger and bigger every year, which is uh, not always the case. And I love, I love the humor in it. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate. I'm very proud of the show, so I appreciate. That's that. cool because she she's been talking about it. I'm like, I, maybe I should start. I mean, I've watched virtually everything else you've ever been in, but yeah. but I've been hearing the accolades for this, doing the whole thing with with Netflix, and we have. You have movies now that are, you know, that, that like, did you see The Irishman? Saw The Irishman. Right, so, like, a week in the theater, and then right to Netflix and Amazon Prime, and all these things are are, are generating great content. Are these the best of days for the actor part of you? I mean, I think it's crazy, because uh, television is 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 where it's at, you know? Yeah. I mean, they're, you know, the movies are not what they used to be. Um, obviously, you know, there's always, you know, some that pop up. Uh, but I think the, the the best content and the best opportunities uh, uh, across the board are on television. Yeah, and, and I'm all for it. I'm, I'm fortunate, you know that I, that I've been on on this show and and you know continue to work and 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 you know whatever form it is for me as an actor, I'm I'm happy to do it. I've been able to do uh, so many uh, good different things throughout the year, so I'm just cool. Yeah, I, I just yeah. I'm happy to be rocking and rolling. No, it, it's funny a... who finds you and where your audience uh, learns about you in the first place, because you know, uh, Friends is also on Netflix. Yep. You know, and I referenced you earlier this morning because we, we were talking about Phoebe and how her <laughs> plotline ended, and you know, you had a, a four or five episode run on on Friends, but people will discover that now that didn't watch it the first time around or rediscover it. You know, nearly twenty years later, it's great. Like Friends is kind of like the modern day Brady Bunch. You know, <laughs> like we watched. Brady Bunch all the time. The episodes would come on. Yep. You have your favorite episodes, favorite scenes, these iconic things. And Friends is kind of that. It's timeless, and you know it finds new fans. And you know, and, and it's on regular television, and it's on streaming services. It's on and, all the freaking yeah. time, and, and and it's yeah, it's all over the place. It's worldwide, and you know, it's like a time capsule. How many uh, how many takes did it take for you to shoot that bird? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's probably like two two or three takes. Okay. And, and and I I wish I had it because I feel like uh, you know me and Phoebe could have done great things together. <laughs> me, you know, me, you, me and Lisa Kudrow could have continued on uh, as lovers. You've been sort of like the pinch hitter on a number of shows where you've come in multiple seasons, like um, uh, Prison Break. Yep, that was a good uh, show. Uh, Justified. Yep, yep. Yeah, so you come in and you always do good stuff, and you always give an extra charge to a show that's, you know, kind of looking for another kick yep. up. Do you like being that guy who comes in and, and, and joins a, a cast, or is it 
is it a little bit of a pain in the ass to come into a uh, like a, a click? Nah, there. You know, for the most part, you know, like the guys on Justified were, were were great, very supportive. You know, I don't look at it that way. You, you you know, as an actor, you know, you go where the work is. You try to do the best you can. You try to do the best of. You never know what's gonna hit, what's not gonna hit. Right. And and you just keep you know you keep swinging, you keep rocking and rolling. And I love acting. It's always going to be my first love. I love stand-up, uh, uh, you know, and, and that's why I'm, I'm excited to perform here at Helium in Philadelphia. And I just love performing. That's, like, yeah. what I – that's, like, what I get off on. That and running up the Rocky step. Running up the Rocky And making moose videos. Yeah. Exactly. I did notice, and I forgot about this. You did a series. It was a sitcom called The, the War at Home. Yep. And Robbie Malik was in that that's show. That's right. That's right. Right. I put the battery in his back, and who would have thought? Now yeah. he's an uh, Academy Award winner. What was he like on that show? You knew he was talented. Yeah. I mean, you, you never could predict uh, uh, this kind of breakthrough thing. But he definitely, uh, you know, I remember he was, you know, we, we were, you know, I was uh, where he was, uh, you know, a talent. He played your son's friend who was gay and yes. couldn't tell him that he was in yes. love with your son. Yes, yeah. but but like you know, like I, I was, you know, we got along good, and I, you know, like I said, I knew he was a, a good actor. That's cool. Yeah. Have you ever appeared on any episodes of any of the three million Law and Order shows? I did S for you. Did you? Uh, one episode, yes, yes. Uh, I did S for you a couple of years ago, and that was cool. Were you guilty? Uh, I was guilty. Uh, With an but explanation. Not what the, yeah, I was. Yeah, I had an explanation. I was reformed guilt. Reformed guilt. All right. All right. But it was cool doing the show. It's kind of like a rite of passage. What you was know, the first thing you did? Because the first thing I remember seeing you in was True Romance. Yeah, I mean that was the first big thing I did. A film, uh, 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 an independent film. Before that, that kind of got me going called Zebrahead that, that I, I starred in, uh, that Oliver Stone produced, uh, um, which was a, a very good film and, and got, you know, won the Sundance Film Festival. And uh, then I was, uh, you know, off to the races and True Romance was definitely uh, an important film. And I, I love that film. You've been film. in so much, so many different things, working with different people. And, and it's funny, you know, from that, from Tarantino, and you've done Woody Allen stuff as yep, well. Yep, yep. So, so besides all the the stuff that's associated with him, you know, what's it like working with Woody Allen? He's a great director. You know, he's he? very hands off. He lets you do his thing. Do you prefer that, or do you, or do you like a happy medium where you get the guidance, but they let you have your space? Or do you prefer something just say, "I know you're a professional actor. You've been working at this. Do what you do." I like whatever gets it done. Okay. You know, I don't like to be micromanaged if if you don't need it. Sometimes you do need do need uh, you know more insight into what's going on. I think that, you know, everybody's got to have respect for everybody. And, you know, when you're on a, a film and television set, everybody's there. Uh, uh, everybody's a pro. You know, the sound people, the, the wardrobe people, the hair, makeup people. And I think the, the, the best way to do it is empower them from an artistic place and, and sort of like that brings out the best of them because right. everybody, you know, started in that for, for that reason. I know what you've got to be on sometime is it's always sunny in Philadelphia. You'd I would love to be on that show. that show. I love that show. Yeah. I would love that. I, oh, they're I, right I, in your real house. Yeah, I love that show. So We've I, actually been on a couple of times. Have you guys been well, on I it? think oh, it's mandated. Cool. We're in Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I got to be on there. Yeah. Uh, you you know, ever encountered those guys, Rob or uh, Charlie? Or, <laughs> yeah, I know yeah. Charlie a little bit. I, okay. I, I've met him, but I, I've, I haven't worked all, with them, but I, you know, I'm aware of them, and obviously I'm a fan of the show. I want to ask you because I think it's the last time you were here. We talked about uh, the, the the Natasha Leone thing, where yep. she was evicted. You had to get her evicted from a from a, a property, and 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 now she got. I guess her life is back on track. She does the show Russian Doll. Yep. She's, and she's doing everything. 
What happened there? How did that turn around? I mean, she she turned uh, you know around. You know, we've been friends for a long time. We're we're still friends. I I, I love her. I'm I'm very happy uh, that she's uh, you know back and doing great things. You know, she just I think it was I a bad period, for, right? Yeah, yeah. She had a tough time, but yeah. uh, you know, she's a miracle, and and you know, she pulled it together, and it's been you know a, a, a while, and and you know now she's you know kicking butt. So it's yeah. good for her. Yeah. Well, listen, dude, we're, we got to wrap it up. We're really glad you came back, that you're back in Philadelphia. You ran the Rocky Steps. Yeah. <laughs> properly prepared He's for the show tonight. Yep. Ready to join the Sixers. Yep. Uh, there's an 8 o'clock <laughs> show tonight at Helium, and then uh, Friday and Saturday, 7.30 and 10. You can go to heliumcomedy.com, and I'll bet you those tickets are going to sell out, so get them while you can. Dude, One of the Saturdays it. is already sold out. Oh, really? Sold out. Yeah. I believe the 7.30 Saturday yeah. show yeah. is already so sold out. So jump on them. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, keep kicking ass, man. It's great to see you. Thanks for having me back, you guys. Michael Rappaport. Report, guys. Healing Comedy Club. We'll take a break, and we'll be back in a moment. Make sure you stay with us. 93.3 WMMR proudly presents the return of Preston and Steve's Christmas Miracle. Miller Lite, Ugly Sweater Edition. Thursday morning, December 19th at the Excite Center inside Parks Casino in Ben Salem. A live broadcast. An audience of 250 superfans each out to prove their Preston and Steve IQ in a game show style throwdown. At stake, the best and biggest giveaways of the year with a pile of fabulous prizes from our favorite sponsors and advertisers. Listen to claim your spot in the studio audience. Details at WMMR.com. It's a Christmas miracle. From Parks Casino, what a night, and 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Uh, I, this is a great tweet. Uh, it says, hey, people say that uh, the Avengers Endgame is the best crossover ever. Me, an intellect. I think that Trey Thomas walking in on the President ah. Steve crew <laughs> talking about chicken wings is the best crossover ever. And uh, they, were, they were taking video. Uh, when he came in here, uh, by the way, and that's been posted <laughs> when uh, he popped in our show earlier to confront me about calling him out on the chicken wings on the air. He's such a nice guy. He is a nice guy. It was very funny at the moment. Hey, um, you know, I got a couple things. I got an email uh, from somebody. I don't know if this is a full-on topic starter or not, but it is, it's a statement. Nick, you received this as well from a guy named Mike, and it just says, I contend that a clean, satisfying poop... <laughs> is in the top five non-sexual feelings in life. I replied, did you? I did not. Okay. Well, I told him, yeah, it'd be worth talking about. And and then he writes, discuss. What do you consider clean? Uh, uh, no, no, no wiping necessary. Yeah, yeah when, you, when, you gotta, when you have to wipe excessively, that's just not fun. Uh, not I'll fun, be shopping however. in case you guys are wondering. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah. My, my, response, my response was, and Kathy, you can uh, tune out. <laughs> yeah. um, the, if you have a fave six and you make it to the bathroom in time and are able to uh, feel good about it and not be embarrassed or ashamed, you know, like you got the bathroom yourself, maybe have the window open, to me, that's better than a clean one. Okay. Uh, I'm going to actually um, listen. Uh, uh, Subjects of uh, fecal matter. I'm uh, uh, talking about bodily function. Uh, the the truth is, I think I might side with. I though there I, I, of pleasurable feelings. Yeah, that are non- satisfying feelings. Non-sexual in nature. It says the top five non-sexual feelings in life. Listen, I certainly am happy about it, but I I I, I might put it in the top ten. It's pretty. It's pretty solid. And yeah, I, and I and I I purposely have not done uh, a an evaluation on that. I haven't really thought about these things. I haven't done an inventory in my mind of what I think would be 
of the top feelings in life that are of non-sexual nature are, but I am open to discuss. There is certainly, there are things in the excretory realm, taking a, a, taking a robust um, dump, especially when you feel uh, compacted and, mm-hmm. you know, that... that I just don't feel myself sort of thing, and it yeah. sort of performs, uh, you evacuate fully. Yeah. I've always said anything leaving your body except for blood and vomit usually feels pretty good. Yeah. And I have actually crap blood once, and it, yeah. it felt warm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, but when you can actually kind of like feel yourself losing weight, you know, um, mm. yeah, that's a pretty great feeling. But um, what are your thoughts on back scratches? Does that, because that, sure. uh, that's yeah. not sexual in nature, right? Just that's a straight up a back scratch. Got my own technique and everything. Yeah, what, 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 or nothing. <laughs> what about teabagging? That's sexual. That's sexual. That's sexual. Oh, is it? Uh, no, but but then you have to consider eating. Eating's pretty damn awesome. All right. You're really hungry and you get mm, something that's super mm, duper tasty. No, drinking is better. Like if you're like really, really thirsty, like well, it's going subjective. on like a big hike and stuff like that. True. Um, True. It's yeah. overly okay. satisfying. So on that level, again, right. you're talking about those things that give you that, because obviously that's that's a pinnacle feeling, but, but there are things that I think, yeah, like if you're talking about eating then, so you, you're going to put something in the, in the same house with uh, sex, with uh, splooging, if I may get medical here, uh, what would you, what food brings you closest to that? That experience, well, I, it would depend on it would depend on whenever you know yeah. I mean, because whatever I'm absolutely positively in the mood for because you some, do- sometimes desserts are the greatest tasting thing and then other times like nah, I don't feel like having something like that you know what I yeah. mean yeah, yeah. Uh, I was at a, a little get together on Friday night and I got to tell you Steve um, there were there was an array of dips that I <clears throat> just absolutely loved an array of dips yeah the mother of God. An array of dips. And so I started with the buffalo chicken dip and, and the hoagie dip, and I was enjoying myself over there. Buffalo dip. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, man. But then I, I left the dips to go, you know, that was like the appetizer, and I left the dips to go over to where the meals were. Yeah. I was kind of sad that I had left you the dips. leave the dips. Because I, I thought, did you go over to the BJ section? I did not. <laughs> no, but I had to go, I, I wanted to go back to the dips. I started, but I had already made a plate of the meal so i couldn't put either a throw that away or b put it back into the uh, the dishes so i had to eat it and it was it was a bad choice i should all right what i don't want to do is is go down the path of what tastes great yeah okay? no, 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 we don't want that that's we want from this. Right, we so, want so physical i'll give you some examples please that are coming across of of the the text here so, so like someone writes q-tip in ear no num- number one that's a good feeling uh, somebody says, finally getting that sneeze out. Yes. Yes. Could be uh, one of the top yes. non-sexual oh. feelings in life. Especially when you're outside. When semen comes out. No, no. stop no. it. No, no I'm thinking, I, I'm sorry. You keep going. I, I, I know, I, it's wrong. <laughs> no, when you're outside and you you don't have to worry about volume, you don't have to worry about anybody standing around you, you can just let that sneeze go. That is a liberating feeling. Mm-hmm. Or uh, if you've been holding the fart in for a long time. Another liberating feeling. That can, that can feel very the, liberating. When, yeah, when, you have, when you have, and sometimes if you get it where you feel you're, you, you are in a situation where there's nothing you can do, you cannot even uh, do the Christmas club and, and let little bits out here yeah. and then and make installments, uh, and you are able to fully let go, that's a wonderful thing. Here's a really good one. If you've got like a, a nagging little back tension and all of a sudden that, that one, that little crack, mm. and you're like, oh. It does feel awfully good. You know what actually feels good for me, uh, and it's um, it's horrific on the on the uh, you know downward slope side. If you have any sort of um, 
a stomach deal or stomach virus and you go through all that stuff, that, that first point at which you can actually relax and get, fall asleep, yeah. you know, where you, you, you've gone through those nights where you're up all night, yeah. where you can actually finally close your eyes and get comfortable. Oh, when a fever breaks is pretty great, too. I'll, I'll tell you what if I you've felt. you've just been feeling horrible. Oh, my God. Sudden, you get that wave of, oh, my God, I feel better. When I, the first time I had propofol. And you know you you yeah. you you was for a colonoscopy and you're wrapped up in that thing that felt pretty comfortable and wonderful. <laughs> I think though you know like, why Michael Jackson loved it so yeah, much, right? I think my top two and and it's a close one too, but I would have to go with feet over over back, but like a foot scratch and a back scratch. You're very now, tactile when it comes to that stuff. I am, and you know some people foot scratch. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, getting like uh yeah huh. yeah. I mean, see. You have to get past, like, the first, like, I don't even know, like, 10, 15, 20 seconds of where it really tickles. Yeah. And then... You get your zone. Yeah, your, your body gets sort of used to the to the sensation. of A foot scratch is good, but you can't <laughs> expect somebody to scratch your feet unless they're nice and clean. I do love the feeling of, though I can't do it much, but I love the feeling of, of uh, when it's a little colder outside, the sun... Yes. Right, yeah. you know uh, what, and uh, like that first spring sun, yeah. When you, you know, yeah, it's like the Beatles song, you know, yeah. it, it, it hits you. Um, Kathy, what about taking your bra off at the end of the day? Huh? Uh, no, that's not. It's not bra- gratifying. Yeah, not, a bra uh, doesn't really bother me. You know what, though, I love to take your bra off at the end of the no, day. No, yeah, what if like, I did it? <laughs> no, but like maybe uh, a dress with, um, you know, if you had like stockings or tights on, that yes, heels off. He, uh, well, yeah, no, heels off is just like, okay, good. Now you're not going to snap your ankle and die. All right. I'll tell you what does. You ever have your shoes where your shoes are, are laced? It happens a lot in the winter, and it, it's sort of constricting blood flow, and you take it off, and, and, and your feet are incredibly itchy. Or, you know oh, what I'm yeah, saying? Oh, yeah, and you, and, yeah. And then you get the scratch uh, in. Yeah. Uh, I assume I've heard, though, I've never had a cast. I've heard it's that feeling when you can yeah. scratch in the... Yeah, that's yeah. a good feeling. So an All itch right. well scratched is similar to that. Because this is a text, and I'm going to concur with this, scratching your butthole. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, when it's itchy. Yeah. When there's an itch. What does that mean, Kath? Really dig up in there and you relieve yourself. <laughs> Take a shower. It means you're dirty. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. Some are such a bitch. Listen, I... itchy... Butthole means you're dirty. Or it just means you have itchy butthole. Someone has scarred you. Yeah. You need to shower. I have a, a sparkling Stop clean it. butthole. Clean. And uh <laughs> and you're yeah. not you're and, not you're not immune to an itch from time to sometimes time. Sometimes you get it. Or, or a scratch. Yeah, yeah. Now we're not talking, you know, going full, you know, uh, wrist deep into your ass. I'm I'm talking about a gentle scratching, you know. Yeah. You should, uh, put, the, put, put some uh, sunshine on it. Whenever you, see, whenever you see like a, the footage of the bear, you know, of a bear standing against a tree rubbing its, yeah. this is something as old and, and, and it's interspecies. Yeah. Somebody texted in also uh, getting that gristle out of the meat tooth. Yes. Oh, that's, that's a good, good. feeling. Or good. a finding out that one of your teeth has had a popcorn kernel <laughs> over it. Yeah. And then, Awful. yeah. All right. So, man, I have three things here. Always. Um, the Preston, I think you would concur on this one, uh, but there's also a baseball element. Uh, when you hit the driver on the golf course and it's so clean that you barely even feel the ball sure. hit the, the, the club head. Same thing with a baseball. Same yeah, thing absolutely. with a baseball. Yep. When you hit the sweet spot. So oh, you don't want to feel the balls during the head? No. Not when oh, you don't want to hit shaft. the balls, oh. hit the head. No. Nope. nope. You just, and the shaft is nice. and So it's so, it's so smooth yeah. that you don't. It's like, wing. Yeah, and it feels so good. You just don't even feel it. Yeah, Yeah, that's a a very good one. What about about a good stretch? 
That's that's one of the best things too. That mm-hmm. is absolutely. That. And by the way, this is a, a an email that we got. It was uh, it said I contend a clean, satisfying poop is in the top five non sexual feelings in life. A good stretch, Nick has started stretching right now. Oh, that felt good. I think you just did that. No, he was pooping. It was almost psychosomatic. Oh. Yeah, he was taking a crap. Phase, phase six. Wait, Case, did you have one more? Nope. Okay. No, it was a uh, golf baseball stretch. So this kind of goes along the lines of a good foot rub for you, but for me, a good uh, either scalp rub or oh. like if you're going to get treated, uh, somebody washing your hair. So as, oh, as yeah. a man who has a, a tremendous yes, uh, and yes, yeah. I agree. I do like that scalp massage because yeah. mine is readily available. Yes. it's not encumbered by hair or anything like that, and uh, it, that really does. I as, as the cozy, warm blanket on the on the, uh, the the classics. All the things that you know yeah. when I'm watching my Hallmark Hallmark movies and and uh, you know talking about boys with the other ladies. Well, I go, I go to Shaving Grace and there's uh, one of the uh, stylists there is a, a lady named Katie and she will wash my hair better than the dudes do. I love watching your hair. <laughs> oh, Katie's the, Katie's the bomb. It's so awesome. And when she does it, it's it's your cloud hair's nine. Enormous. <laughs> Yeah, I can well, spend all afternoon on your. It, it takes like a while. A beach ball. Yeah, it's like washing a globe. <laughs> I actually have to put a golf flag down so I remember where I stopped. Uh-huh. It's like Sputnik. Uh, Unbelievable. Sometimes I get lost. Here's and then a- I see an ear and I know where I am. <laughs> One of my favorite non-sexual feelings is uh, slipping into the hot tub. Mm. That is a Ooh. good. A better in the winter or the summer? Better in the winter, winter without yeah. question. Uh, let me go to Heather. Hi, Heather. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Can I just say something to Kathy? Yep. Truer words have never been spoken. An itchy butthole does mean you're dirty. Wash your ass. <laughs> there you go. She she's validating. Thanks for calling, Heather. <laughs> <laughs> itchy butthole does mean you're dirty. Exactly. Clean your ass. Yeah. All right. Anything else? Oh yeah. Sorry. The whole reason <laughs> she was just thinking. Buttholes. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm sorry. So there's nothing better than cranking the heat up to like 74. You get out of the shower, you slip on your PJs, and there are freshly washed flannel sheets on your bed, and like you that. just slip in the bed, and it feels so good. Oh, yeah, and there's a, oh there's a well-paid <sighs> whore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'll I, tell you that. So my, my wife puts on the holiday flannel sheets on my bed. They're awesome. And I do one of the things when I had the, our my bathroom redone, because both my wife and I have our own bathrooms, which is awesome. Uh, I had that heating unit put over the, when you get out of the shower. They, it's like in a, in a, yeah. in a hotel room. It's like a fry lamp, man. Basically, yeah. And it's it's awesome. I don't like flannel sheets, though. I like feeling a little. Too hot. Yeah, it's way too hot. And like. Um, I, I don't get under them. I get on top of them. Yeah. I think uh, flipping the pillow over, um, that cool feeling of the pillow, that's that's an underrated feeling as well. Mm. Mm. Uh, hang on. I'm sorry. I'm reading text messages. Uh, here we go. I'll go to mm. I'm going to go to Chris. Hi, Chris. Good morning. Rantlers. Rantlers. Oh, they're wonderful, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I have... I have Rantlers! You know, like when, you're, uh, when your toenails are just a little bit too long and yeah. then you get out of the shower... You cut them and you put a fresh pair of socks on. It's it's better than sex. He's right. He's right. Oh, if you're, I, if don't you're know, I don't know so that, that your nails don't catch on the socks anymore. Yeah. Everything's trimmed and clean. I'm I'm a big uh, I'm a big personal hygiene dude. Yeah, I like that. So yeah, I'd agree with that. Do you? Some people get off on the actual clipping. They find it a good feeling. Do you feel that way? Oh, a lot. Oh, I'm sorry. I hung up on him. Sorry. Can you can you uh, call him back? Yeah, first? please call him back. What about when you get like a fingernail caught? When you're cleaning your dirty bottle. Uh, no, like oh, if you're man. putting like your, 
your hand through like a, your sleeve, getting your shirt on, and there's like a little bit of a fingernail. That's a, that's it. a bad feeling. I hate well, it. So my left foot pinky toe toenail <laughs> for some reason catches in my sock all the time, and oh. I'll tr- I will tr- I've trimmed it down. It's there's almost no nail left, and it still catches and it pisses me off. I don't know what to do about it. I have the problem. toe taken off. I was thinking about yeah. it. Like my mom had my her, her pinky toes removed. Did she really? Yeah, I've we, told, we, we've talked times. about it. It's like Cher. Cher had a few ribs removed. She only has eight toes. Uh, eight toes. toes. <laughs> I've heard of this woman. She only has eight toes. Four toes uh, per, per foot? I, I'm going to four, four toes per foot. <laughs> uh, let me go to Ed. Hey, Ed, good morning. Hey, you guys rock. Thanks, man. What's up, buddy? much listen i've got the number one guys i know you're going to relate to this kathy i've never actually thought to ask another a, a woman's perspective of this but guys imagine when the tank is full you're holding that tea you you've got it you've got some beers in you and the, the buzzer's going off the molars are floating and yes. when you relieve that pressure yeah yeah it's, oh, my God, it's euphoric. It's pretty awesomely satisfying. You are correct, that If you've had to hold it for one reason or another, you got in the car, you forgot to go, you're on a long trip, everybody's got it, and then you finally make it there, it's pretty amazing. Thank mm. you, Ed. I appreciate it. So that. I'll tell you this. When I had uh, my prostate removed, and I recommend this highly, yeah. uh, even if you don't need it removed. No, I when I had it, uh, because I used to have the issue of you'd pee a little bit, and you still feel like you still have to pee. Mm. I get a full um, emptying of the bladder, and if, if that is a satisfying feeling, you know, like you, 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 it's done. And can you hold? Can you hold a lot more urine since you don't have a prostate any longer? Because part of being a man is eventually your prostate will grow in size, yeah. and it will pressure. It'll put pressure against your uh, your bladder. And therefore, that's why frequent urination is a sign of an enlarged prostate because it's pushing. I, I think against I can, yeah. And when I go, I go fully. So mm-hmm. I and I used to have that all. I mean, so where I used to get up like you know seven, eight times a night, and then, you know, just maybe one or two times a night. Nice. Uh, let me go to Robert. Robert, you're on. Good morning. The explosive destruction of a large demon white head. Oh, oh. wow. God, you made that disgusting. Yeah, yeah, that was awful. Very well done. I like the delivery. There's Rob. some people only by a blackhead. <laughs> but that God. pressure, you're gross. That you're pressure. Kind. No, he's there. There are videos. Still gross. Yeah. You might be right, but it's disgusting. <laughs> as far as as far as relieving yeah. pressure and feeling better oh. afterwards, yes. Oh, it is. If you've had an infection next, if you ever had a nail in, removed, a toenail clipped improperly, and it gets infected. And you can t- <laughs> get ready. You can like I used to do heat up a needle and yeah, and yeah. Uh, lance it, pop it yeah. and, and the, the the pus comes out. Wait Dad, a minute, Robert wasn't done being creepy. What okay, were you about to say, Robert? I'm just looking for my tissues. Okay, okay. <laughs> Abducting a child. <laughs> Thank you, Robert. The police are on their way right now. Uh, Where are the bodies buried? Let me see. Okay, this is, uh, I don't know if this falls in the category or not, but I'm going to go to Alan. Hey, Alan, you're on the air. Good morning, sir. Hey, good morning, Kenny. How you doing? I'm great. <laughs> What's up? So with Christmas coming up, uh, with everyone getting new electronics, Peeling the plastic off slowly from the electronics is a great feeling. So I'm, I'm a gadget dude, obviously, as you are. And anything, uh, uh, various things off an iPhone is awesome. Off a uh, off a an Amazon Cloud Cam. Yeah, the static Incredible. stuff. Not yeah. not the not the plastic wrapping, but but if right. it's on a screen. Yep, it's awesome. Yeah, because it's so 
perfectly on there. And as you're peeling it off, there's like a, a it, it almost uh, it almost triggers uh, ASMR for me a little bit. It's a perfect little thing. Yeah. It's it, it, you know, it's like you, it's 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 come out of the placenta and it's ready for the world. Oh, okay. I'll give you one. Oh yeah. Okay. I'll give you one. I just thought of um, when you get water in your ear. Oh, and, and then, then, and then, then later on, that oh. little trickle of warm water yes. with semen, it's warm, uh-huh. and it, you, it relieves whatever that weird sound is, and it feels oh good yes. too. Okay, to that point, yeah. If you've ever had your ear irrigated uh, properly, and you get that that whoosh, and then you sometimes like it. Oh my God! Everything is the sound is, is so much more acute yeah. and yeah, better. I I, I, I've I had, had that happen. I've had I've had my ear irrigated. It's it's kind of weird. Yeah. Well, know. there's there's the explosive part and the whoosh, which is not too cool. And <laughs> then something, like that. you know, and then you can hear it. Steve, you do the Neil Med every single day. <coughs> I do. Um, when I do it, um, usually five, ten minutes after the fact, some water will come out of my nose. It happens it, all that the happens time. all the time. It happens all the time. And it, it's, it's embarrassing. You got to make sure you, you know, <laughs> because if you tilt over, it'll happen. If you do the Neo Med, the spray, even like the neti oh. pot, and you... You know, you'll lean over and you won't realize there was a bit of water still stored up there. And it, people think it's snot. And you have to say, no, this isn't snot coming out of my nose. It's just water. Hey, speaking of snot in your nose, how about this one? Uh, going to bed with a stuffy nose. And as you're laying there, the nose then becomes clear and you can breathe through it. Drains. It's mm-hmm. a good one. I do like now, these are more on the medical level, but I, they still they still count. Well, it's non-sexual, so it's it not sexual yeah. Yep, here's another one. It says, putting Elmer's glue all over your hand and then letting it dry and peeling off the dried glue <laughs> is an amazing feeling. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Cutting yourself. Where does Preston, oh, where does eating scabs rank, Preston? <laughs> I wouldn't call that satisfying. No, but you, you did enjoy, well, to a little extent, did you enjoy it a little bit? Peeling a scab, it it's it's a little painful. I don't know why. It's just what about peeling the, sunburned skin? The only good part about that is that what that rough texture is gone. Yeah, and I, that's the only thing. I crack my kids' backs like pretty much every single day. They ask me to you know pick them up and give them a hug, yeah. and then crack their and I go. I love that feeling. A nice little crack back when it's done to you, or when you're cracking someone else's. Well, both actually. It is satisfying when I when I do crack their backs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, let me see here. This one's kind of good. It's not, it, I don't know if it fully qualifies, but I'll go to Zach. Hey, Zach, good morning. Hey, guys, I'm having trouble getting out of the cock-a-duty car. That's <laughs> <laughs> you chance made, to use the drop. Yeah. You made Casey very happy because he had been wanting to use that clip for a long time. He didn't get out of the cock-a-duty car! <laughs> I've been wanting to call in for weeks to say that just so Casey would get a kick out of it. You gave him a great non-sexual feeling. Thank you, Zach. What What do you think ranks up there for non-sexual feelings? So, like you said, I didn't know this applied, but like I said, I was trying to get in. Right. Oh, we lost him. And you take the gamble on a new dish, something you haven't had or tried before. Yes. And it is exactly what you wanted and more. That it is it is your new favorite dish. You're going to get that every time you go there. That is the perfect, you know, moment to have. That I is like a general that. good feeling. It is a little different, but it's it's still a wonderful feeling. I uh, like yeah, that. these are these are very Thanks, nuanced buddy. things. Yeah. yeah. What about when your ears pop in a plane? That's good. It can be a little painful. 
Occasionally. Well, when an ear pop. When they had the pressure before and you're just waiting for that relief and it finally comes, yeah. I do like that one. I had a friend who had to have his nose broken intentionally. He broke well, it on his own. It's got to feel good. Uh, well, that part of it did not feel oh. good. But you know what did feel good was the, the after recovering, he had it was blocked essentially for like two or three weeks. Right. And they removed all of the, the gauze. gauze. And, and like it's this long, slow pull out of all of the medical stuff that was jammed up there. It's disgusting. But then he could breathe again. Yeah. And he was a new man. It's the most disgusting video you'll ever see. <laughs> When uh, when you scuba dive, speaking of the ear pop, ears popping, as you go down, the the pressure increases, and then you have to do what's called equalizing. Yeah. And so you you squeeze your nose and you breathe out, and so it's like your ears popping like every ten seconds. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah, in a plane. So it's I kind of like it yeah. actually. Yeah. As you it's, because you keep doing it and it keeps it keeps relieving you as you go on. So it's that sensation over and over again. Uh, let me see here. What is that in the... I, I don't know what this means, but I'm going to go to hmm. Mike D and see. From Beastie Boys? Mike D, what's up, man? Oh. Dan? Huh? Dan? Dan from Port Richmond. Oh, Dan. it's Dan from Port Richmond, Preston. Oh, well, for the purposes, we're going to call you Mike D of the Beastie Boys. <laughs> uh, Dan, what did you want to tell us was a ranks up there with non-sexual feelings in life? Well, when you have major surgery and they put a catheter up your penis... Yeah. <laughs> and it's in there for a few days, and when they take that baby out, the nurse comes in and grabs your thing and then takes that out. That is an awesome feeling. Really? That is it really? I had it. Oh, I would have thought it was a bad it. feeling. No, in no, fact, I, I was terrified of it. Back in. I said, could you put it back in just to take it out again? She goes, you wouldn't want me to do that. You're unconscious when we put it in. Mm. Wow. Yes, it's quite a great feeling when that catheter comes out. All right. Uh, so it, it's Thank you, relief. Right? It was, it it is, it was a relief. In fact, when I had the, when I had the surgery, the prostate surgery, the, well, the biggest fear I had was of the catheter. And uh, uh, and it, they, he's right. When you're out, they put it in. And when you're... Um, when they remove it, it's just it's just kind of a little <laughs> bit of pressure, and it's gone. All right, is it more of like a peeing feeling, or it, it, it's more like uh, I I would say having a wood plane run across your penis? Oh, no, no, okay, I, yeah. I, I would say it's it's uh yeah, like a little uh, I have described as uh, peeing a milkshake. Okay, you know, uh, somebody says uh, that stubborn booger finally coming out. Yeah, I know. That's definitely a good sensation when you finally the one that's just been up in there forever. Like in Revenge of the Nerds, yeah. Finally, yeah. <laughs> Stubborn burger. Booger finally got out. <laughs> you know what feeling I hate is like when you're drinking, especially if you're like taking a pill or something, uh, and like it feels like the water's going down sideways. You know what I mean? Like, um, like formless water going down sideways. Yeah, I mean that's. The oh, only... I know what you're talking about. Yeah, like a hard gulp. Yeah, hard yeah. gulp, and, and almost. Like a, what about a pretzel? Mm. When it goes down sideways and it gets caught in your throat, and then it finally passes. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, I've done it, and, and especially like a pretzel chip that's really thin and, and almost yeah. like a razor blade of sorts. Or a pre- yeah, yeah, like a potato down. chip. Oh, that hurts Like a me. ridged potato chip. Big it's time. like getting shrapnel. I'm going to go to this one, and then we're going to have to wrap it up, but I, I need to understand why. I'm going to go to Mike P. Hi, Mike. You're on the air. Hey, Nana Booyah. Yeah. Nana Booyah. What's up, man? Nana Booyah. What's up? So my girlfriend thinks this is like the weirdest, satisfying thing for me. We have a like a clear top on our washing machine, and I find it like really oddly satisfying when I watch the water fill up the tub and have it start going. It's the weirdest thing. I okay. just like it. Let me ask you: Is it the sound that it's making while it's filling up, or do you like just looking at it? I like just looking at it because I I love like 
the smell of clean of clean clothes. I kind of know what and, he means. It's it's like the thought of, of this course. is going to be clean oh soon. My God. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my God. Yeah, I'm with you, Mike. Thank you, Kathy. Yeah. Oh, okay. so Kathy, when that wow. happens, you Thank just sit you, there and scratch your butthole while you're watching. <laughs> no, my butthole doesn't itch because I shower often. God, you are obsessed with clean. I'm just clean. saying that's you're what it means. No, 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 I'm not talking about that. You're just obsessed with clean. Yeah. I, I, Listen, this, 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 the potential of this dirty laundry to be clean to be, so soon yeah. is satisfying. Oh, I will I say I'm get... every bit as clean as you are. And occasionally now, when you... exercising, I, I will, you, and it, it's a product of sweat sometimes. You it's, get an itchy butt. Yeah. Yeah, because but it's, it's not. Be, Sweating and becoming dirty. Well, sweat. You know, dirty. Uh, yeah. Let's go back to <laughs> no, your problems. Wait, no. So getting out of the shower, getting out of the shower after a long day and being clean. Uh-huh. Yes, that everything you're talking about. That's when I get that feeling. Wow. Mm. Yeah. See, she's like that guy in Creep Show that lived in, in the completely. Um, oh, the antiseptic. Antiseptic. The, the, thing. Yeah. Uh, Eli Eventually, Wallach, all the roaches it. came in. Right. And, one gets in. And, oh yeah, I know we're wrapping it up, Preston. But this uh, this text has me confused because I, I'm I'm conflicted. A good Q-tipping is better than bad sex. It is good. I wouldn't say it's better than bad sex. Yeah, though. bad sex is way better than a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. bad sex is like bad pizza, right? It's still yeah. pretty damn good. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But but really bad it. sex, especially if the guy doesn't like it. Yeah, yeah. right. right. Yeah. Uh, interesting. Well, I want to thank uh, Mike uh, Gerard. Uh, for sending that email in. It said, top five feelings non-sexual. He said, I contend a clean, satisfying poop is in the top five non-sexual feelings in life. Discuss. Listen, it's, it's like that a, we did. It's like a Reddit topic. But sometimes you have to explore these things. Of course. I mean, they, these are questions, you know. And also, it serves to help you appreciate the little things in life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like uh, on a hot day on the golf course, when you take your hat off as you're driving in the uh, golf cart and that cool air going Ooh, through your hair. That one does feel good. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's take a break and let's give you some beer. I have a variety pack from Yards that I can set up with caller number 18 at 215-263-WMMR. Uh, of course, holidays are here and it's time to get together with those you love or don't. But bring cheer, bring beer, bring a Yards variety pack. Fine Yards Brewing Company's beers at Union Tap in Northeast Philadelphia. Caller 18. Got to be at least 21. Coming back in a moment. Bizarre File is up next. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Marissa posted a, uh, a Twitter, uh, you know, she, she made a post on Twitter and, you know, for you to comment on it's basically saying the... Um, uh, top, uh, the most satisfying non-sexual feeling in the world is. And so there's obviously going to be a lot of responses on something sure. like that. Uh, this one I like. It says, hearing Kathy say, Maron glace. Maron glace. <laughs> <laughs> I was just talking to Bill about that again. Uh-huh. He was like, oh, it's so funny that that happened to you. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Maron glace. Maron glace. Uh, okay. I, I just wanted to know the color. All right. We're going to do the bizarre fire. Yeah. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. This morning it is brought to you by Delilah's Tinsel and Tassels. Delilah's Holiday Party. It's next Wednesday, the 18th, featuring DJ June, the Delilah's Sexy Santa Contest, and more. Visit Delilah's.com for details. All right, so I saw the pictures of this. It's pretty solid. A Florida school administrator is facing a pay cut of nearly $44,000 and a possible demotion for donning a barely-there flasher costume to work on Halloween. Mm -hmm. Mary uh, Coker 
uh, Director and Procurement and Warehousing Services uh, of Broward County Public Schools allegedly inappropriately flashed children, staff, and colleagues at the celebration. Employees at the brunch were offended, and some suggested that they uh, could not tell if Coker was actually wearing a costume or was truly na- or was truly naked. Oh, I'd like to see this. So I saw a picture of it. I mean, it's got it's a like, bush and the no. whole thing. Yes, no. it's pretty damn funny. You might have thought twice about that. And yeah. At a party, yeah, yeah, knock yourself out. At the school office, probably not a good idea. Look, it looks like you can see my bush. Uh, Coker asked partygoers to get rid of any photographic evidence of her elaborate garb, complete with fake nipples and faux pubic hair after seeing their reactions. Uh, She allegedly said, hey, everybody, relax. It is fake. Please erase the pictures. Uh, Two children saw Coker's ensemble, according to the complaint, uh, which claimed her poor judgment reflected badly on the district and its employees' values. Uh, she could be demoted to manager of materials and logistics for the gag. So, probably want to rethink that. Uh, the luck has run out for a Louisiana man allegedly caught rigging bingo games to win more than $10,000. Wow. John Cook was booked into the county jail on Friday on a felony theft charge and two counts for failing to appear multiple times following his arrest. Police say Cook was uh, recorded on video at a bingo parlor manipulating a Bonanza bingo game by handpicking the balls he wanted to play and then hiding the winner until he was ready to end the game. Uh, the warrant Diabolical. Says, uh, the warrant says that uh, Cook did this four times and won thousands for three people, including his sister. One of the winners was captured speaking to Cook <laughs> before the drawing, and two winners were seen giving Cook money after the game. Uh, he is in jail on eleven thousand dollars bond. Some of those bingo games you see in the big tents with you know two hundred, three hundred, four hundred people playing at a time. Yeah, and it's, there's and sometimes the, it's a big jackpot. You bet your ass. It's some yeah. serious cash. So I can see why it might be a bit of an issue. Well, there's family drama, and then there's family drama during hunting season. A Department of Natural Resources conservation officer. Recently learned that first learned that firsthand when he investigated a dispute between two brothers in which one of them eventually admitted to spraying deer repellent around his brother's hunting stands. Mike Wells received a complaint of hunter harassment after meeting with the complainant. Uh, he was uh, given two SD cards from trail cameras that showed a subject wearing a yellow backpack sprayer, sprayer uh, who was covering two hunting stands. Uh, and doing so with an unknown substance. Uh, the complainant identified the suspect as his brother and said that the property is located next to a private camp willed to him and his brother by their father. He added that he was extremely frustrated by his brother's continued harassment while he was on the private property. On the morning of the of firearm deer season, Wells approached the suspect's brother while he was hunting in his blind on the private camp, it was discovered that the sus- suspect brother was illegally hunting over bait. You're not allowed to do that. Yep. Uh, the suspect brother immediately admitted that he had sprayed both blinds because his brother was intentionally cutting off the deer by hunting the public land next to the camp. Yeah, um, they sound like special people. Wells inquired as to what was sprayed on the blinds, and the subject brother stated that it was called liquid fence, which is a substance used to deter deer from the area. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. He later apologized and admitted that he let his emotions get the best of him. A warrant request has been submitted for hunter harassment and baiting deer where prohibited. 
A Florida man was recently sent a parking ticket seven years after committing the violation. Seven years after the fact? Yeah. Huh. The city of Tampa changed its citation system and is flagging unpaid violations that might have slipped through the cracks. I'm sorry, he's dead. Joe Reeser said the policy is wrong. He paid a $40 violation from uh, uh, 2012 recently. He said, I don't know how many other people are they're dinging on this. What's to say that tomorrow they won't send me one from 15 years ago? Uh, but because the car he was driving was leased, the city initially sent the violation to a finance company. Is there a statute of limitations on things like this? It's like a, good, a traffic crime? It's a good or question. An infraction? You would think, right? Yeah. Maybe. Well, I don't know. I mean, it. Who knows, man? But they, but they're sticking him for the uh, the price. All right, we'll do one more story, and then we will wrap it up. Oh yeah, Steve, I thought of you immediately. The discovery of a massive nest of huntsman spiders on the south coast of Western Australia, of course, may be an arachnophobe's idea of hell, but it's also providing researcher researchers with a rare insight into how the spiders live. It's allowing them to prove that Australia is hell. Ecologist Angela Sanders posted a picture of a huge nest of arachnids found inside timber boxes installed on Monjibup, which is an area. Uh, the timber boxes are meant as a habitat for pygmy possums, but one box revealed another group of creatures nesting inside, and all the spiders are thought to be from one family. Now, most spiders do not live in big social family units, huh. so the discovery is unusual. They're very gregarious. Spiders normally look after their offspring only until they're old enough to fend for themselves, and then they're expected to go out on their own. And she said, we know, we now know that this is a species of huntsmen that live together normally under the bark of trees. So, Steve, they're changing their ways. Got 11,000 kids at home that won't leave the nest. Uh, the female of the species can grow up to 15 centimeters in size. Oh. They get The huntsman spiders get really yeah. big. Yeah, F that. And that is what I have in the bizarre file for you at this time. So as we take a break, I'm uh, going to remind you that we do have a, a lesson question on the other side. Uh, but Casey's gesturing towards some Christmas miracle passes. Woo! So I think I should give some of the, those away right now. Let's do three of them. We'll start calling number 10. So 10, 11, 12 at 215-263-WMMR. Requirements are you need to be free a week from today. So next Thursday, right at a Parks Casino, you got to be there early, okay? So count on being there around 6, 6.30 a.m. And we'll get you into the Excite Center. You have to be at least 21 years of age. You can bring a friend. That friend can be there and win some prizes but can't have their name in the drawing for the actual Christmas Miracle Contest that we do which is a trivia contest about the Preston and Steve show. So you need to know our program in order to have a shot at winning some prizes. So let's get you on now, 215-263-WMMR. We shall take a break, come back in a second. That lesson question and more is on the way when we return. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the Rock Shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We're on the cusp of getting to the weekend. Give away our Word of the Week prize tomorrow. Kathy's big bag of prizes. Yeah. That's uh, the holiday gift giveaway. You had some stuff you wanted to mention, Kathy, that's uh, that's in the package? Yeah, you know what? So if you want to, we are naming them all, but if you want to see a picture of them, uh, it's actually up on the Preston and Steve Instagram page. So you can take a look at uh, the, the picture that's up there, some of the items that are in it. 
Um, and yeah, I just wanted to uh, say, if you, so there's something on there for everybody. You know, you've been mentioning that, but there's stuff for women, there's stuff for men. There's a ton of stuff for kids. So Aww. if you've got a lot of kids that you, you shop for, um, this is perfect for you. Uh, even little kids, the Fisher Price Corn Popper right on is on there. Uh, Loomies are on there. Rainbow Butterfly Unicorn Kitty, Nine Lives Surprise, Zach, all this stuff uh, for kids. So it is really a great prize and it's worth over $1,000. All right, excellent. So we'll do the letter at the end of the program. Hey, people have been asking about uh, Christmas Miracle and different ways to win and asking if you can do that through podcasting. Yes, you can. Marissa yes. has set that up. You'll have to listen to the podcast to get the information on that. But she also pointed out that there are some appearances this weekend. So if you can't call in during the program, you want to go to one of these appearances, they will be giving away tickets for the Christmas Miracle. Um, so let's see. First ones are on Friday, tomorrow. So Marissa... Will be at the Sprint location at 17th Market in the city, uh, and that's from four to six p.m. So uh, nice, you could just walk there. Yeah. Uh, so four to six p.m. Friday at the Sprint 17th and Market, and then later on that day, uh, Bar One at Ninth and Catherine uh, from nine to eleven p.m. And every huh. thirty minutes, they'll be giving away uh, they'll be giving away some Christmas miracle tickets. It's a tough ticket to get, and with obviously there are great prizes involved. But go to these events because your chances of winning, if you go to one of the events, is much higher <laughs> than if you keep trying to call in. You know, so take take the time. You know, you don't have to take much time, but if you're desperate to get one of these tickets, go to the events and you got a much better shot. And at bar one, that's a Miller Lite ugly sweater party, by the way. Oh, so that's awesome. Yeah, Always so they're, fun. They're doing a few different ones. Uh, Irish Pub, there's one on Sunday at 20th and Walnut. Uh, one to three. Marissa will be there once again. Don't miss them. And there's an Eagles watch party, and they'll be giving away tickets every 15 minutes. So Damn. stop by for that. Damn. Yeah. Oh, and if you want to meet Damn. Jackie Bam Bam... Saturday, he'll be at the Sprint at 12th and Chestnut in the city uh, from 1 to 3. And he'll have the Christmas Miracle tickets to give away as well. Wow. Yeah, so a bunch going on. A lot of ways to win. Um, We should do today's lesson question, speaking of winning. And we're going to give away a pair of tickets as MMR Rock's Motley Crew and Def Leppard. Special guest Poison and Joan Jett and the Blackheart Saturday, August 15th at Citizens Bank Park. The pre-sale just started, by the way, a few minutes ago. So, let's see. How about this? Pleasure yourself in front of your coworkers is which rule in Roger Ailes's and Harvey Weinstein's Cigar and Fart Club? Love it. What number rule is that? It's an interesting club, isn't it? In the it? club. 215-263-WMMR. I'll read that whole thing again because I just like the way it rolls out. Pleasure yourself in front of your coworkers is which rule number in Roger Ailes's and Harvey Weinstein's Cigar and Fart Club? 215-263-WMMR. If you were listening, then uh, maybe you know. You should call in with that answer. We'll see if you get it right. And while you're doing that, we're going to do this. The trash. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you by Deets and Watson, the official deli meat, cheese, franks, and sausages of the Eagles. Start your pregame with their fan favorite, 100% all beef franks. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, pro golfer Tommy Ganey known as Tommy Two Gloves, has been arrested in a major prostitution sting in Florida. Ganey is vehemently fighting back against the charges, and his new nickname, Tommy Pays Hookers for Sex. Mm. Oh, my Catchy. God. It is a catchy name. Disney is being sued by a breast awareness company claiming, breast awareness company playing, uh, claiming that they're using their phrase, trust your journey, on Frozen 2 merchandise. Not known for playing fair, Disney responded by making a $50 million donation 
to cancer. So oh, that's, oh my that's God. just bad. And finally, Bachelorette fans freaking out after Tyler Cameron removed all pics of Hannah Brown from his Instagram account. The not-very-bright Tyler claimed that he was computerizing and hit it the, de- the Delet Ed button. trash. <laughs> 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 Speaking of that, how wild was it this morning that Michael Rappaport is so into Real Housewives? That's awesome. And those reality shows that we didn't even ask about Bachelor and Bachelorette. No, no, but But, I'm sure that would probably be in his wheelhouse. Um, I know a lot of people who are into those housewives shows. I that that, but I I have no legs to stand. I'm a Hallmark Christmas guy. Yeah, yeah. we've we've all got our you know. We've got our things. Our but, bears uh, to cross. I yeah. never, ever would have guessed that uh, that was his uh, his deal. All right. We'll see if somebody knows the answer to this. Pleasure yourself in front of your coworkers. Is Rich rule number in Roger Ailes's and Harvey Weinstein's Cigar and Fart Club? 215-263-WMMR. I'll go to Mike, see if he knows the answer. Hey, Mike, how you doing, bud? Yo! Yo! All right, Mike. What? Rock. Thanks, man. What rule number is that? What rule number is that? Number one, baby. Nope. Sorry. No. So close. Not rule number one. Sorry about that. Uh, we'll go next to, let's try, uh, is this uh, Sheila? Hi. Cheryl. What is it? Cheryl. 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 Uh, Cheryl, what rule number is it? Six. No, it is not rule number six. I mean, you can keep, honestly, they're not that many numbers. You're eventually going to get it. Yeah. We said it. There's a lot of numbers. We said it deliberately. Yeah, yeah we did. Yeah. We absolutely did. All right, so now i got to wait for other people to uh, get on board. But uh, Who's typing all this, Cheryl. by the way? Cheryl. I mean, do we have a hieroglyphics keyboard in there? I think they're having to work very, very quickly. Oh, okay, right. uh, so we'll go to Mike. Hey, Mike. Hey, Gadzooks. Gadzooks, Gadzooks. buddy. All right, so what rule number is pleasure yourself in front of your coworkers? It's right after three. It's four. Yeah, number yeah. four. Yeah. You are correct. Hang on the line, bud. Mike got it right, and we are going to give you a pair of tickets. MMR Rocks, Motley Crue, and Def Leppard. Special guest, this band, Poison, and Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. Saturday, August 15th at Citizens Bank Park. The pre-sale is underway now. Use the password radio to get on board for that at Ticketmaster.com. And uh, they officially go on sale tomorrow at 10 a.m. through Ticketmaster.com. All right, we're going to get to music news now. Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! 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 All right, it is brought to you by Delilah's Tinsel and Tassels. It's Delilah's Holiday Party next Wednesday. The 18th featuring DJ June, the Delilah's Sexy Santa Contest, and more. Visit Delilah's.com for the details. Five Finger Death Punch bassist Chris Kale said that in a recent interview that he has been sober for 22 months while the lead singer Ivan Moody is, he said, right behind me with 21 months under his belt. It's got to be pretty cool. Well, not cool, but it's got to be supportive to have someone else going through the exact same thing. Yeah, Kale explained, once I got sober, uh, he was trying to go through it as well. And we've really been leaning on each other a whole lot. If we can do it in rock and roll, then you guys can do it too. Trust me. He said, it's been an incredible turnaround in life. 22 months ago, knowing how I felt back then versus how I feel now, it's amazing. He said, I cannot go back. Uh, Kale admitted, though, that he was the quiet one. He was using cocaine and alcohol on the side while Moody 
was missing tours and having on-stage meltdowns and that whole thing. And it, it's all bad, but there's a little bit of extra bad if you can perform your job and there are no real red flag signs, you know, that it's, oh, so you can sort of stay at it longer because your life isn't really falling apart. This is my brother's situation. He was able to perform his job fine and do all of his stuff, but he had a problem and it, yeah. it took longer for him to take care of it. Kale remarked, uh, that was one of the things that was eating away at me, too. My guy had a huge problem, and here I am, a quiet problem. Uh, Kale was the third member of the band to get clean, following guitarist Jason Hook and since departed drummer Jeremy Spencer. Kale said, now I'm spreading the word, and I try to be the positive guy that everybody knew me to originally be, and I fell off the earth with addiction, and now I am back. And Five Finger Death Punch's eighth album, F8 will be released on February 28th. I want to say it was like two years ago, just before he got sober, um, they were supposed to be playing at the Wells Fargo Center, right? Yes. And um, and it was during the camp out for hunger, and he had to pull out last minute because of uh, yeah. his sobriety uh, was definitely um, uh, in jeopardy, and, and so he ended up falling off the wagon, uh, and it was in... In response to somebody dying, I can't remember exactly what it was, but that was it was during the camp. I don't remember that. Yeah, all I do remember. It, yeah, yeah, and they had um, was it, was the guys at Shine Down that kind of came to the rescue? I forgot that whole storyline. Yeah, a band filled in. Some, somebody, I think it was uh, uh, Amy Grant. Mm, okay, no, Amy Grant. Rebecca Black covered for him. Five Finger Death Patch will love to performing tonight, <laughs> but we have Amy Grant. She graciously agreed to step in. Baby, what? baby, versatile. Listen, yeah, I can do not love that song. Yeah. All right, anyhow, Rise Against bassist Joe Principal, a founding member of the band, has teamed with online auction site Reverb to launch his own online shop where he's selling off some of the instruments and gear uh, used to help record albums like Sufferer and The Witness and Endgame, Siren Song, and The Counterculture of Others. So, Reverb is a site that uh, Chuck D'Amico turned me on to. Oh, yes. you uh, Is this the drumming site? No. It is a used Point. musical instrument site. Ah. And it is great. Yeah. There's so much good stuff. Have you purchased stuff on it? No. I mean, well, it's, no. I've, I've perused it. There hasn't been anything that I've needed. Right. But being, uh, I think... Part, some musicians love the gear. I love the gear. It's right. great. I don't need any more of it. I'm not going to buy any more of it. But I love checking it out, yeah. seeing what would be really fun to buy. And there's, it's just like a kid in a candy store. Where did you get your um, your rock and roll drum kit trash can? Or drum... I got I got that through eBay. I did okay. look on Reverb, but everything they had on Reverb was was too Quality. nice. Yeah, yeah, it was I, to I, be played. I wanted something trashy. It yeah. was ten dollars what I bought. So. Okay. Uh, but I did look on Reverb, but there's really good stuff on this site. Uh, among the items for sale are a Fender Tony Franklin fretted precision bass used in the recording of Endgame, Rise Against Six Studio LP, and the song Help Us on the Way. Also for sale is a Fender P bass, American 57 reissue. Piss all over that thing. That was used during the uh, recording of the album The Sufferer and The Witness and its tour cycle. Additional instruments include a Fender Jazz bass Getty Lee MIJ. It was first used by Principal on Siren Song of the Counterculture and its supporting tour, as well as a Sonic Blue Nash P bass uh, that he used on Rise Against 2017 record Wolf. So uh, it's, if you're a fan of the band, you'd be able to get your hands on the instruments that were used actually in the recording. Uh, there are over 80 items in all, including additional bass guitars, amps, effects, cabinets, and more. But it's it's a great website, man. 
Uh, Stained is going to continue its reunion next year in 2020. The Massachusetts-based band, which played its first full live show in five years on September 27th, plans to show up at three more major rock festivals next year with more likely to be booked as well. Uh, The band has now announced it will perform at the Epicenter event in Concord, North Carolina, May 2nd. Welcome to Rockville in Daytona Beach, Florida, May 9th, and Sonic Temple Art Music Festival in Columbus, Ohio, May 16th. Guitarist Mike Mushuk said, After reuniting and playing these shows this fall, we all realized how meaningful it was to be back on stage together and wanted to continue. Uh, bassist Johnny April said, We're excited about getting back on the road and getting our music out to some new fans. Uh, Stain last toured in 2014 and last released an album in 2011. One last story. Uh, Evanescence will begin recording a new album, and that'll be early next year, according to Amy Lee. The musician revealed the band's studio plans for 2020 in an interview that was uh, conducted just before their November 30th show at Knotfest in Mexico, Mexico City, which was canceled over security issues. It was like a riot and everything. It was pretty crazy. Oh, yeah, I remember that. She said, uh, we're working on our new album. Yay, for the first time in a long time. Uh, we've been just getting together for a little, we call it band camp, uh, little writing camps for a few days, and we just work on new music, and we've got some really cool songs going right now. She said, I'm excited. I think it sounds awesome. We're going into the studio sometime in the beginning of next year uh, to start some of it, and we're not going to do it all at once. We're going to uh, kind of go as we go, that kind of thing. Uh, during a Reddit AMA session last month, the singer described the upcoming disc and compared it to the band's 2006 album, The Open Door. I can't wait for you to hear it. It's dark and heavy. Uh, it's also got moments of weird and sparse. sparse. Weird and sparse. A uh, little bit of everything. Definitely some open door vibes, but not quite the same. So they are going to have some new music out. By the way, uh, for Ivan Moody and Five Finger Death Punch, we're getting texts that came in. Phil Labonte uh, from All That Remains is the guy who stepped up. Okay. That's right. Yes. And, uh, and sh- It was not I, Amy Grant. I, no, but I want to say Shinedown was in town that week or something. They were they were around around that same. They may have been on the same bill. I, I, it's just, listen, after a while, they all kind of blend together. So, uh, but anyhow, it was Phil Labonte filled in. There you go. That's what we have. It was Annabelle. In- <laughs> <laughs> Can we play that tomorrow? Some call it was Annabelle. Yeah. We have a whole bunch of Christmas yeah, stuff yeah. to play. We got it. We, we got to start we our Christmas even, music next week. We haven't even started that yet. We should well, honestly. We, we, we could get into it now. Yeah. Yeah. I, the one thing is that they, everyone gets so sick of of getting bombarded too early. I know, but I, I'm feeling it now. I love we only the whole, have a week now. We do, and the the whole Rantlers clip, like the every the backstory and the the, uh, the rambling, uh, it gets me every time. Uh, <laughs> billions. I love them. Just when he's stammering, I love Rantlers. it. Rantlers. And I think we have all this stammerings isolated. We have all. We, yeah. we got to eventually get to all this stuff. And and listen, suggestions for any you know because we we don't play your standard uh, Christmas no. carols no. per se. We play some fun off the wall stuff. We've been playing some of these things for ages and ages. I would like to find some new things. We are, talk Christmas. We talk okay. Christmas real good. Yeah, yeah. We do talk Christmas real good. We talk Thai. Gooder than most people. From home, Stallone. Oh my God, that picture is hilarious. It's the best. Home, Home Stallone. Stallone. It's a meme of uh, Stallone's face superimposed on uh, Kevin. I can just hear him saying, "Whoa, 
take a break. Come back in a second and uh, see if you can maybe tomorrow win our Word of the Week prize. But I say tomorrow. You need today's letter in order to win that. So you'll stick with us, right? Right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. is just around the corner and two rock monsters are hitting the road for a co-headlining stadium tour. Motley Crue and Def Leppard with special guests Poison and Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. Saturday, August 15th at Citizens Bank Park. Tickets on sale Friday at 10 a.m. Click WMMR.com for complete details, including a pre-sale password and link. The Crew, Def Lap, Poison, Joan Jett, The Stadium Tour. One night outdoors at the ballpark. 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks. WMMR. Yep, it's a standard for us. Steve, was it you that showed me the video the other day of uh, on the set of Star Wars? And uh, was it Peter Mayhew uh, talking? Oh, yeah, yes. Where they had him. With, I sent it to you. It, it's him doing the lines yeah. in the Chewbacca. So, uh, you know, like uh, in um, Empire Strikes Back when he's working on, uh, you know, Chewbacca's up on the Millennium Falcon. Well, you go get out. You hear him talking yeah. in his in with his you know Cockney accent. So he he would actually be yep. saying the dialogue yep. that we hear in the movie as Chewbacca making the noises, but he was saying the words that they were hearing. Right. So so you would hear what what Harrison Ford is understanding yeah. in his Wookiee language. Yeah. Like, Chewie, we get okay. This is second. Yeah. I've got to fix the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> The problem with the hyperdrive. Yeah, got a problem with the hyperdrive, and I can't get it to work on. Yeah, uh, it's a little. They should have just left that at your box. Well. That would have been great, wouldn't it? Yeah. And like and people, are, I don't understand what he's saying. Yeah. Uh, it's my access to It is ten forty-two as we are wrapping today's program. I've had a fun time today. Hopefully, uh, you have as well. I am having a good <laughs> time, and I hope you hope are, you are too. too. Uh, a couple things to point out. Uh, Nick McWayne. I am feeling good, and I hope you are, too. Is uh, <laughs> is going to be feeling good. Yeah, man. Uh, tonight, you're going to be at Marchwood Tavern. Yeah, great. Those are the best-tasting little morsels I have ever had in my life. I was talking about the chicken wings. Yeah, yeah. the wings are so good. Maybe mm-hmm. Trey Thomas will swing by. But oh, yeah. wouldn't it be nice? This uh, cat really knows how to play guitar. Watch out for him. I don't know which cat that is. <laughs> well, it's Trey Thomas. Oh, okay. Uh, are you done? Yeah. Okay. No, there's uh, a pizza drop in oh, there right. somewhere. So what am I talking about? <laughs> I am talking about the need to eat pizza. Eat pizza. I had a little Bill West in there. Eat, eat pizza. To eat pizza. Eat 
Peace up. Actually, yeah, you were channeling a young mm. Bill Weston. Mm. So uh, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. tonight uh, at Marchwood Tavern, uh, the last uh, Thursday night huddle for the year. We'll have tickets for the uh, Cowboys game, which is coming up in a week and a half, and it uh, should be fun. So, And then uh, Alexa and Melissa Kai will be there. Calendar Girls extraordinaire, uh, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Bud Light specials. That's the latest news. Let's get on to the latest rock. Speaking of Alexa, you know, so we have a we have a few we have the the main echo, and then we have a, a few of the the dots around yep. the house, and have them set up for the houses. And I will occasionally find myself in a room that doesn't have one, and I will ask for the lights to be turned on, <laughs> and it doesn't happen. And I'm like, you idiot! I went to the garage, and I'm like, I started to go, Alexa. I'm like, we don't. <laughs> why would we have one in the garage? Yeah, we and don't. I, I have different devices in in one room uh, that answer to different names, so I can have them control different things. So you got to remember yeah. the name con- that controls whatever it is. Yeah, oh, yeah, no. it works. Uh, I I love it. My wife puts up with it though. She's, how do I turn the lights on in your room again? Mm. It all, it's all good. I had a friend of mine that was looking out the the window at something. He was in his car and he couldn't quite see it. And I kid you not. He took his fingers up as if he was pushing on the phone screen to widen, wow. zoom in on the picture. It's a dangerous time. It is it a is, dangerous yeah. time. It happens. No. Uh, thank you to Michael Rappaport. Yeah! Woo-hoo. Michael was great. He'll be performing at uh, Helium Comedy Club tonight and Friday and Saturday. Two shows on Friday and Saturday. You can go to heliumcomedy.com uh, to get that information. Hello there, Pierre. How Hi. you doing? I can't have a voice like that. No, no. Why? It's a, it's just well. Then that dentist say she's listening in all the time on you. Then, and then it's just it. And then it's just like here's an idea. Get up and turn the lights on yourself. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. Sorry, I know. I'm, it's the I'm, future, I'm, though, man. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes yeah, yeah. it is very convenient, though. I mean, no, you got I'm your sure hands full, and you know, yeah, like we have I'm, our office, and it's dark when I go in there, and if I, you know, I you have it in your office here. No, 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 no. We have oh, an in office your home in my house, house. and uh, and and also in my bedroom, uh, the I, I, the light switch when I'm actually in bed is not. I, I have to get up and go turn the lights back on. Sometimes I'll sit down and forget that. Oh God, now I got to get up and turn the. Yes, it's no big deal, but it's pretty awesome and pretty convenient when you can just say. It. I, I love it's it. similar to the clapper. Yep, but better. It'll do more for it you. It is similar to the clapper. I hadn't thought of it in those terms. Yeah. Um, there you go. Okay. I have six cameras outside my house. Six cameras inside my oh, house. Dear God. I have about at any given time maybe probably fifty things listening to me. How does Claire put up with it? God bless her. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you know, you're brilliant, and you know how to navigate it um i spent about a half an hour trying to replace a fluorescent bulb <laughs> in my laundry room and i really i analyzed it i had the new bulb i got a little stool thing i go right now you've got now i looked at it and you got the hooky thing there and the hooky thing there and you gotta because i could envision myself dropping it and then it would explode and all that white oh, yeah. fluorescent bulb dust would go everywhere <laughs> So about 35, maybe 40 minutes later, I got the task accomplished, and I felt so damn butch. <laughs> butch. I felt like a lumberjack. Yeah, yeah. so you should. I should. Well, Didn't have a plaid shirt on at the time, but I should have. Hmm. Uh, well, I would like to get the letter. You can do that, right? Oh, yeah. Right, here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. The Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. Pierre, tell us a letter. Thank you. It's R, as in read. R, no as way. in as in read. All right. 
And we will give away the Word of the Week prize tomorrow, which, by the way, is Kathy's holiday gift giveaway. She loves shopping. She did it all for you this time around. Something for everybody. Over $1,000 in prizes, by the way. And there's a whole list. You can see the pictures, Kathy, you were saying? Yeah, it's kind of one. We, we did all of the prizes. We put them in one photo. But, yeah, you can take a peek. You can see a bunch of stuff in the pictures for sure. Including the Kathy Romano collection. Ooh. <laughs> From Wim Jewelry, it's a Yogi's Paradise necklace. Wow. Yeah. And there's Boo Boo. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there's uh, loads of stuff, including a family four-pack of tickets to Happy Place and Frozen 2 Playdate with Sven and Anna. And Which is a, a big one. Like, all the little yeah. girls are yeah. asking for this for Christmas. Elsa costumes and boots and stuff. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So The uh, sparkling wine advent calendar. So uh, I think it's only 12 bottles. The, the one that we gave away last time was all 24. <laughs> so you still have time to get through it before Christmas <laughs> okay. if you win this. Fair enough. We give that away tomorrow, so get ready. Uh, how you doing, man? Excellent. All right, what's up on the show? Thank you for asking. Um, we're going to have some nice things. We've got a $50 store restaurant gift card. We've got uh, tickets for Government Mule uh, coming to the Met, one of those many shows we were talking about between um, Christmas and New Year's in town. And speaking of that, we'll do a block of the Almond Brothers. Dickie Betts' birthday is today. We'll do a block of the Ramones. And for the Workforce Blocks, we will flash you back to an event that took place tonight in 2012. And um, it was uh, released in uh, as a CD, I believe. But we have the audio from an amazing evening, evening of music for the Hurricane Sandy, uh, Superstorm Sandy relief. It was 12-12-12. And I was up at Madison Square Garden, and all these amazing performers were on stage raising money for... People up and down the eastern, northeastern seaboard uh, who had been affected by it. Everyone from Bruce to Bon Jovi, Roger Waters. This was when he brought on Eddie Vedder to sing Comfortably Numb. Uh, some amazing performances. Um, Eric Clapton was there. Rolling Stones were there. The Who, Billy Joel. Chris Martin came out and did a, a duet with Michael Stipe of Losing My Religion. Just cool things like that. So um, we will do a, a block of some of those artists. All righty. Sounds like a good day, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to thank our sponsors, <laughs> Preston and Steve Show, brought to you today by Primo Hoagies. Score big when you serve Primo Hoagies. Order online at primohoagies.com. And also Meineke, America's choice for auto repair. Uh, tomorrow, uh, Tony Luke Jr. is coming in. Yeah. Uh, with Craig Shoemaker. They've got a, uh, a show, this uh, a cooking show that they've been uh, running. So they're That's in town. pretty cool. They'll be stopping in tomorrow. And uh, we'll wrap up the week and find form more of the Christmas <laughs> Miracle giveaways and so on. That is it. We are done. So rage on and have a great day. And we'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. <laughs> The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Go to work. Two weeks before Christmas, I get laid off. You can stuff your apologies and your bad feelings right up your I'd love to be the fly on the wall when you find out your manager's stealing from you. Then you'll figure out why your company's losing so much goddamn money. Have a merry Christmas. Next message. I just really love my boyfriend, Mark. So I'm going to eat a bunch of Brussels sprouts today. Give him a nice, hot, steamy... Dutch oven tonight. That should really set the mood. Love you, babe. Next message. Bill Nye isn't a scientist. A childhood is a lie. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack.
sell them for less.